Hey, this is Artie Lang, and you're listening to the Skeleton Crew. <laughs> awesome, dude. Thank you, man. You ain't got to explain shit. I've been robbing motherfuckers since the slave shit. With the same clip and the same 4-5, two-point blank, a motherfucker sure to die. That's my word. Nigga even try to go guard. Have his mother sing it. It's so hard. Yes, love. Love your fucking attitude. Because the nigga play pussy, that's the nigga that's getting screwed and bruised up. From the pistol whipping, webs on the neck from the necklace stripping. Then I'm dipping up the block and I'm robbing bitches too. Up the heron bones and bamboos. I wouldn't give a fuck if you're in error. Give me the baby rings and the number one mom pendant. Huh. I'm slamming niggas like Shaquille. Shit is real. When it's time to eat a meal, I rob him still. Cause mom Duke ain't giving me shit. So for the bread and butter, I leave niggas in the gutter. Huh. Word the mother, I'm dangerous. Crazier than a bag of fucking angel dust. When I bust my gap, motherfuckers take dirt naps. I'm all that and a dime sack. Where the paper at? It is the skit. No, that's too bad. Okay, hold on. It. Hey, hey, yo. Hey, yo. I'll be like Dave. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's about it. So, yes, you're listening to another incredible. <laughs> so, show 79. We're back. It is Alex. I'm joined with Dan and Jamie, the trio as always, and our regular, he's a regular on the show, our special guest from, uh, what's your show called again? Uh... <laughs> Terror Dome? Terror Dome, yeah. Terror Dome. Uh, aren't you the beef grinder or something like that? <laughs> you bring the beef, I'll bring the grinder. Yes. Alex, shut up, dude. House of Horror fucking rocks. Yeah, House of, I, you guys are good, man. Uh... <laughs> You and Joe are awesome, and I, I really think that you've come a long way, especially with that Saw retrospective you're doing. Matt Wiesel. Yes. Matt Wiesel. <laughs> Matt should really just start listening again. That's all I'm going to say. But um, No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. You guys think you're hot shit, and then we lose two of our best listeners. What's up with that? <laughs> right? So goddamn respect. Uh... Good afternoon, Ron speaking. Hello? Could I come by and have a look at something? I don't know, dear. You have come in to look. I wanted to come by and take a look and see what your insides look like. Hardware, how may I help you? Hello? I wanted a little bit of advice. I was wondering if somebody could help me with. Okay, what are you trying to get advice from? I've been seeing this girl for about a year now. And it's coming up on the one-year anniversary, and I wanted to get her some type of a special gift. I was wondering if you could help me with. What kind of special gift? Well, I was thinking maybe a ladder, like a 10-foot ladder. Okay, why? (laughs) Well, that's where I've been seeing her from. I've never actually talked to her. I'm not going to be able to help you, man. Oh, why? Thank you for calling. Can I help you? Hello? 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 Knock, knock. Who's there? Scream for? Okay. Scream for who? That's right. It doesn't matter who you scream for. I'll still gut you like a fish. 
So, yeah, so let's get to these misunderstood horror movies. Um, <clears throat> so we'll just go around and throw a few out, and then you argue your case. You, you know, let us know what people don't like about these movies, and then tell us what's really uh, great about them and why people don't get it. So, uh, Jamie, you want to go first with one of your picks? Uh, sure. Okay, I'm going to start off... You know, what, I'll just throw this one out here. This is a we talk a lot of we talk about a lot of Friday films on this show, and you know we've talked about Friday a lot. And Dave, <laughs> you were here for that too. One of the films that I want to defend, and I know you guys are particularly crazy about it, but one of the the, the one of the Fridays I want to defend is Friday Five, oh, and I that's because that. everyone's all it wasn't even Jason, blah blah blah. That's everybody's argument is why is why they hate that movie is because it wasn't even Jason. Well. I hate Let it me tell it sucks. you, you didn't even whoa, whoa. know it wasn't Jason until the end. Did not know that, and up until that point, it was one. Of, they had some of the best kills in the entire franchise. Plus, you've got some really awesome characters. Like, and we've and the skeleton crew has interviewed like one of my all-time favorite people. I wasn't here for it, but would you shut the fuck up and listen to the skeleton crew? Eth- yes, <laughs> she is an awesome character. And Junior, and we've got the we've got the scenes in the crazy house in the very beginning where the fat kid gets hit with the axe, and it's just come on, that is so much fun, and it is. Well, forget it, Vic. The Just only argument people have against that movie is that it wasn't really Jason, but you didn't know that, so it doesn't fucking matter. I got a better argument than that. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Besides, That's it not just a good sucks. Argument. <laughs> okay, well, I'll say this: it, it was coming, it was coming off, in my opinion, the best one, one of the one of the best fucking um, versions of of Friday the Thirteenth, and going from that to that, and then, like you said, okay, you didn't know it was Jason. Well, we've all seen the fucking ending; have made up our mind about the movie. It still sucks, dude. I don't like it because of that. That's one of the main reasons. But one, it's just it's such a far departure from four, and I I personally don't have any problem with anybody that. Does does like this movie, but god damn, I gotta laugh at y'all and just shake my head. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. How is it such a, how is it such a departure from four? Yeah. Uh, cause, oh, come, come on. on. I mean, I mean I, give me a, give me a concrete answer. I want something that you can hang your hat on. Okay, you know what? You know what my problem is with it, Jamie? And I think I'm gonna lose points on this, but I don't give a fuck, okay? The, the, the first few movies were formulaic in the sense where they're out to have a fucking, uh, a party or whatever. Well, this wasn't so much a party as it was, you know, I, I got a bunch of fucking retards and, and de- delinquent kids running around. I think that in itself just kind of turned me off and automatically just, okay. yeah, I, I didn't like that. So, and is that, is that a, a valid, uh, statement? And, no. Okay, you know, so that, what that has weight, no. Because just... it because it veered away from your traditional bunch of teens getting together, getting hacked off one by one, you know, because it went farther than that, because it had more interesting characters. I mean, come on, Demon? Really? Demon's my favorite character of any Friday 13th. Okay. He's so awesome! Oh, you know, oh, and, oh, I'll, give that. I'll give you that. You know, I mean, oh, shitbox is gross! I feel a lot better when I'm out of here. This shit box is gross. <laughs> 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 By the way, that shit box line is dedicated to Brian. Um, the, the <laughs> it's just there are. I mean, to me, I feel like at this stage of the game, 
we got into characters more and some more colorful characters because up to that point, all we really had seen were a bunch of teenagers partying and having a good time. But now we go outside that. Now we get to see you know, characters like Ethel, characters like Demon, character, I mean, and it, we go all over the place. And, you know, it, it is different, yes, but it's different in a good way. Yeah, I think it actually adds to this movie. I think it makes it more interesting. And I, I, you know, there's people who want to see the same movie over and over. Like, there's people who would be thrilled if they made the next four or five exactly, or four, exactly like the first four. Like, they would love that. And, you know, they, they hated it for whatever reason. And to me, I think that's one of the better aspects that it's, they switched it up, did something new. I think where this movie falls flat is, um, is the the characters that were all jammed in there for kills and a lot of the central characters were horrible, man. Like this retard Vic or whatever, or whatever his name is, who keeps stuttering. He's like, do you want to make love with me? Like, what the fuck? And that red-haired chick. That's what I'm talking about. Those fucking people, dude. Yeah, and the cokehead at the diner and her asshole boyfriend. Like, what the fuck is that? That was a fun segment. Uh, you know, even though even though I don't believe for a second that that guy was dating her, I mean, he's like fifty. Right? Um, right? Even though he really it was wasn't. The cocaine. She was there for the cocaine. All of that is Trump, <laughs> all of that is Trump by Violet's robot dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Violet, come on, that Violet was okay. And the fucking two idiots who got stuck on the side of the road and a, a thing shoved in their mouth, like that is filler yeah. bullshit. It's quotable filler bullshit because I guarantee you, I still quote that shit today, and I know a I, lot of. Who do I mean? It's a it's a memorable character. You may not think that it's a great character, but it's it doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, you know, it may not be a good character, but it is memorable. And I still think that there was worth some fun kills. You know, and and the Reggie shit, like oh the whole thing, him driving a fucking tractor and knocking Jason forty feet, and that's not supposed to be Jason. Yet the guy has superhuman power. Like yeah. there was nothing that's not. J- everything about him was Jason until you pulled his mask off and when they did that you don't even know who he was like when I looked down at him on the spikes and his face was exposed I was like who the fuck is that dude I thought it was Lou Ferrigno that's right, exactly <laughs> no, I, I, dude I agree with that. that that is completely true but the point is that up till that point you didn't know that so it didn't matter so up till that point what you were watching was Jason kicking ass as far what as you knew and as far as any of them knew yeah, but it does matter, though, in the final product, after you see the whole thing, it does matter, because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Hold on. Listen, Jamie, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I understand what, what Alex is saying and what Dan is saying, but when I sat down to do this, there was two movies I was going to pick, indisputably, and neither, none of you guys are going to take these two movies. The third one, I thought Alex might take it. So I said, okay, I'm going to change to this. Well, I changed the next one to fucking Friday Five. So I Yay! feel it. Yeah, but let me say one thing. This sums it up. No, it's not fucking the first four, and no, it's a, it is a departure from Final Chapter. Final Chapter was a a kind of magic. However, that that aside, Part Five was better than anything that followed. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Every better than all that shit. No, nah, it's not better than eight. Didn't oh come on? Did it? Don't even. <laughs> didn't have that exact same atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> but it had a fun slasher atmosphere. It was good. It was different. Yes, I agree. All the all the characters were what they could have been, and, and there was a couple throw-ins for fun. But like we said, like Jamie said about the lines about fucking, I just said two. 
nobody heard me, but I fucking it's showtime and fucking Who said that stuff? What the guy in the car. Yeah. When he was waiting for him to fix the car, he was like, rat a tat a tat a tat tat Yeah, I'm going to kick your ass, right? The whole fucking thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, honestly, guys, here's a little uh, inside information on my life. I have literally forwarded both those scenes every single time I watch this. <laughs> What? I swear to God, as soon as that comes on, I press uh, forward, then I, I see if I skipped anything important, and if I did, I'll rewind a little bit, and then I'll play it again. Like, uh, I skipped that and the diner scene. I can't take... It still take... has that good feel to it, though, like the classic writing. Nope. The music's still playing right. I don't know. And the kills were off screen. Weren't they even not even showing anything? Like that happens a lot in the in some of the Friday films, though, and so you yeah. can't really fault the film for that. It, that's all about ratings and bullshit. Well, I don't know. I think the director, he should, skip, he should stick to porn. Well, fuck the director, right. But Jamie summed it up when she said, people fucking don't like it because of the fact that Jason's not in it. That's not what I mean, Dan. And that's just like it, so. No, I understand you guys have your beef with it. But are you really going to tell me that it's better than, that it's worse than, six, any of them are better? Six, seven, eight, oh, you like eight. I like eight, but six is technically better. I think six is still better than Would you rather I love six. I love six. I love six. Six. What? Really? Yeah. Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah, then again, six is really bad. Oh, we just did the fucking commentary. I mean, think about that. I may never watch it again. But I I like it for nostalgia. I don't even like five for nostalgia. I don't have nostalgia with six, but five I do. Yeah? Like, I could just watch demon scenes and be happy and then say I'm done with this movie. Like, that's that's as much as I like it. I don't know. Wow. I just don't need to... Dude, I'm done with Friday the 13th as a whole, and I know Dan is too. <laughs> like, how many times? Like, literally, my life is not a little bubble or whatever you want to say. Like, I am... So, I'm into so much shit. I don't have time to regurgitate my life. Like, I really don't... I can't waste time watching the same things over and over. And I do once in a while with other stuff. But, okay, here's the thing. I watch so many other things over and over that I can't just keep watching these fucking eight movies over and over. I just can't. You know why? Because you were so obsessed with it for so long that you really overkilled it. And then you branched out more because of this and other things that you did. And, and, and yes, you are, you know, you're seeing more things now. And you're seeing different type of horror genres, subgenres. I should and not even horror, just my everything in life. Thing. Yeah, that's fine. But you did that to yourself when you overkilled the, the fucking thing. <laughs> you did this to <laughs> yourself. And I did too. But that's all did. I differ. I'll still go back to it. Yeah, we all did. We're all huge fans of it. No, uh, I don't think there's any such thing. I don't think you can overkill on the Fridays. I really don't. I don't. I mean, I just went I through all it. of them and I would do it a fucking again. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Dave. Thank you for having my back on that. I appreciate it. All right, so it's two to two. Jamie did not change our minds, and uh, she she didn't change anything because Dave already picked that. All right. So, sorry, Jamie. <laughs> let's, let's see Let's see if somebody – I don't think anyone's going to come out a winner. No offense. But, all right, Dave, What? Uh, so, well, that's one of your picks. So, uh, Dan, what's your pick? Uh, this is going to be no surprise to anybody. Actually, why don't you guys guess my first misunderstood movie? I talk about it all the fucking time. Cabin uh, Fever? Close. Since you that. said close to cabin fever, hostile. There you go, hostile. All right. Um, Who hates on hostile? <clears throat> a lot of people do, and that, this is why. David I brought Anders Jr. 
<laughs> All right, go ahead. Check it out. Okay, when Hostel came out, um, not only did they get a lot of shit from from just like moviegoers and and political things, but they got shit from everybody, dude. I mean, like the mainstream media because Hostel was so big, really came down on this movie, and that's the angle I'm coming from when I say it's misunderstood. You know, a lot of people don't like Hostel too. They say nothing happens in it, you know, until the very end or whatever, and I just think. Um, it's it's just uh it, it was very intentional for it to be a slow burn and I love that ass. I love slow burn movies especially. <laughs> you love that ass? What's I that? I love that ass. <laughs> Is that what I said? Who's ass? I love that ass. Oh yo 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 And I love that ass. And I love that ass. Oh yo 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 And I love that ass. And I love that ass. And I love that ass. Oh, I, was gonna, I love that aspect. That aspect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that aspect. Hostel was the reason that the term torture porn was invented. That is, exactly. I mean, and that's I true. Agree. I mean, he he invented, and I'm not I'm not just like that's not I'm not just saying that. But what I mean is the the man who invented the term torture porn was referring to Eli Roth and Hostel exactly. when he made that term. Exactly. I don't agree with that, but I'm just saying that that I'm just throwing that out there. Right. And, and, you know, I, I know a lot of people do like it, but a lot of people fucking hate on it and, and hate on Eli Roth in general. So I'll say this, though. Hostel is a fucking brilliant movie. If you if you rewatch it, dude, to me, it has, has a creepy feeling, kind of like uh, The Vanishing, kind of like um, just creepy ass fucking movies that like Wolf Creek, I'd say. I'd put that in that category where just the overall atmosphere, I think, and, and that feeling of being by yourself in a fucking foreign country. I don't think that movies can I think that movie represented that perfectly and and every other horror movie that I've seen hasn't really captured that as much so for me it was really powerful and I thought that I got exactly what the filmmakers were going for with it so that's why I say it's misunderstood not that it's misunderstood but maybe I see certain things or aspects in it that I like about horror that other people aren't looking for in their horror. And they just call it the torture porn shit, which I don't even, I mean, I think it's brutal and it's horrible, but I don't, that's not why I like that movie at all. It's all. Yeah, people say it like a brush off. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's exactly. just that bullshit. And it's all porn. about fucking, you know, businessmen fucking going in a foreign country, killing people in Slovakia where the fucking, where the mob is taken over and you can get away with shit like that. I mean, you tell me fucking, is that not the scariest shit? That's the thing that scares me the most is people with the most money fucking ha have it you know think about the whole sex thing in the beginning how they're using these girls and fucking they're just a story to a oh, man you're a piece of meat well that's all you are to the fucking businessman too when he's about to kill you so i just thought that that movie that movie really fucked with me and big time actually and uh it's just one of those where i think people like you said write it off like yeah it's a torture point fuck you no, like the no, there, there is a lot yeah. more than that going on in that film. There's a lot of political stuff going on in that film. There's a lot of societal stuff going on in that film. It is not, I mean, you can take it for surface value right. and just see a lot of people getting fucked up physically, but that's not all there is to it. You have to really peel back the layers on that one because there's a lot going on. There's commentary in that film. Yeah, I watched it with the commentary. You're right. Yeah, right? Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, so Jamie is uh, is with Dan. Uh, Dave, I believe you're with Dan oh, yeah, also. Oh, yeah, I'm with him, yeah. fucking very good story. Plot, the subtext of it, there's so much going on. There's some beautiful shots in it. Oh, it's fucking right? great, dude. Oh, it's, it's masterful. I love it. 
Yeah, very good. Takashi Miki is in that fucking movie. Come on. Come on. Yeah, he does have that little guest. Yeah. Oh, dude. Brilliant, dude. Oh, I love it. Yeah, well, I'm with Dan. I think it's great. Uh, not great. It's good. Here's the thing. It's... um. It's solid. When I say it's not great, it's because I don't watch it often. But uh, every time I do, I think it's uh, it gives a great feeling of that being in a foreign country and fucking weird people and getting trapped in that type of shit and that the helplessness you feel and that like uh, the other movie that made me feel that way was Taken, obviously, because that's the same premise. So it's like uh, those two movies both pulled that off great. Um, solid as it was different. It was interesting. It was something we never really seen before, and I think just for that alone, even if it wasn't good, I would say that that's that's awesome that somebody brought something new to horror. Yeah. So uh, just on that merit alone, I think it should be appreciated and not misunderstood. And uh, it's a shame when people do something different, people don't like it. If that's the case, that's sad. But yeah, like yeah. Friday Five. There was yeah. a <laughs> there was one of the scariest lines in that film is when is when Paxton goes to the police department oh, and, and the police officer tells him he you are a long way from home. Yeah, yeah, he because right there school. he's saying you know what yeah it doesn't really matter that you're American you're fucked right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, where are you from? California. You're so far from home. All right. Well, that's four for four. I guess Dan did win that one. Yeah. So now I'll throw mine in. Uh, this is no surprise to anybody. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Ah, nice pick, dude. (laughs) Why do people not like it? I'm gay. I'm a homo. I like guys. That's I've heard that. Reason Jamie doesn't like it. Freddy possessed somebody. When was that ever part of the mythology? It's not right. Uh, he's a sleepwalker killer now. I love that you remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was good. In the other movies, um, the people uh, are actually sleeping, and then he, he goes to kill them. He doesn't use people, so they don't like that. People don't like the leading lady. People don't – oh, that there's no leading lady. They don't like that a guy is the leading lady. Yeah. And um, even though he could scream as well as a chick, but whatever. <laughs> you know, the ending is not very strong. You know, they're just hanging out in some place that has all the same uh, sound design, the same wails and hisses over and over again. Mm-hmm. In that dog face, the dog will be... Oh, the dog mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, people yeah. don't like that. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of the pros to this, I mean, have I left anything out that sucks about it, or... It's an okay movie. I, I say that one, two, and three are the ones to watch. I say one is great, two is okay, and three is great. That's what I always say about this series. So, I still have it as, as okay. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's the good thing. Here's what people are missing, I think. The, the the cast is great. Mark Patton did a great job. The Rustler. Clue Gulliger. Robert Rustler. Rustler? How could he not like that? The coach? The guy from Total Recall? Uh, and he was in a bunch of stuff, that coach. Um, this movie has such dark tones to it. It has the great 80s feel to it. Um, Freddy coming out of his fucking body was epic. You got great nightmare sequences when... Um, Who party, dude? That was awesome. Oh, why? <laughs> why? Freddy's in the boiler room and he's looking down in the basement. He sees the back of Freddy and he puts like the glove and closes the door. Like the yep. the music, it was awesome in that scene. Um, when when the kid that Freddy starts to open the door and all of a sudden he turns around and Freddy's there and he says, "I have the brain." He peels his head apart. Fucking great, yeah. eerie vibe. And so, sometimes when I'm watching this, 
I can't even believe that there's a crew there filming half of this shit. Like, it's just the craziest shit. Neither can I, but I think yeah. for different reasons. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, with the, with the fucking whipping, the towel snapping incident in the shower, and the fucking kid on the doorstep naked and uh, fucking, you know, just the, some of the stuff was so bizarre. Had such an introspect. Yeah, it was so bizarre that you can't even imagine that somebody wrote this or is filming it. Like, it's just so out there. And that's, I love it, dude. It, like, that's the stuff that makes me feel connected when I feel like the rest of the world couldn't possibly like it. That's what makes me feel like I'm part of it or something. It's a weird thing, but great final ending. All these movies have this, like, the first fucking terrible ending when he pulls the mom through the door. It's a fucking dummy. Like, in this one, it's cool, because his claw comes out of her tits and stuff, and that's awesome. And and how about the fucking amazing intro with the goddamn school bus? Like, like he can't open the window, and the girls are laughing. All of a sudden, Freddy's controlling the fucking, uh, the clutch or whatever, and and then all of a sudden, they're on those two fucking rocks, and the one breaks, and and they have to keep going closer, otherwise the bus will tip over. Like, that was great shit that's the nightmare shit. great yeah. dream the original nightmare is yes the opening part with that nightmare and everything you said about yeah wonderful fucking great so much great stuff how could you possibly not like this just because you read that there's it says fucking uh the the probe on his got a game in his closet like that really means something to you you care that there's some kind of gay i don't give a fuck about that but the thing at the end like you said the beginning <laughs> was great with the bus great nightmare but the end, it was just basically a ripoff of what he did in part one, and in neither situation, it didn't make any sense. Because once again, he thought he was getting on the bus, and everything is fine, and then, oh, everything's going to be fine, and the thing comes out of the girl's chest, and then they're, they're, they're off fucking where they started. It was the same cop-out ending that they did in part one. Right. It was just executed differently. So that, and that to me, that's a knock on part one that a lot of people have, and that's something that they, they could have improved on in part two when they fucking... Let's take the worst thing about part one and fucking close part two <laughs> again. And, you know? And it made no sense. When he, why is he going to get possessed? And all of a sudden, it's, it's called a nightmare in Elm Street. It's not called possession of fucking Freddy's just going to decide to fucking come out at a party out of nowhere, <laughs> out of this guy's body, and fucking do his thing. Get it, Dave. Get it. Uh, no, let's not go too far. Let me defend okay. on the way. Fair enough. What you're missing is it's not, there's nothing wrong with what happened in this movie. This was brilliant. Why? Because they took a different aspect of sleeping and nightmares, fucking sleepwalking. That's awesome, dude. Like now they're, 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 you know, putting sleepwalking into the mix. Like the fucking kid was going to kill his sister. And then she's like, whatever his name, Jesse. And he's like, go back to sleep. Like that's fucking great, man. Not only, I mean, it's weird because, yes, Freddy's supposed to be killing you in your dreams, but but what about the whole thing? Of, like, they expanded on the mythology of Freddy needs to be stronger or needs people to help him in some way or another. In Freddy vs. Jason, nobody had a problem with it. Right, Why is right. it okay that Jason goes around killing people and Freddy gets fucking stronger? But that's all cool. That's the greatest movie. But if this movie uses you and, and uses you during sleepwalking where Freddy still has the power over you during nightmares and dreams, what's wrong with that? Uh, adding another element to it. It's only the fucking second movie. True. We didn't even explore this character yet. You don't know what he could do. True. I just didn't like the possession angle of it. You know? Why, though? What's wrong with that? What What? What part? You don't like seeing him bust out of the guy's body? Like, that's awesome. Like, yes, what's cool, not cool it about it? Sense. I like to see it. I like the visual of it. Just didn't... Okay, you know what don't make sense? That he does that. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense because if he's busting out of his body... 
So I guess he really isn't, though. Like, even in the scene with Robert Rustler, if he really did that and his skin fell off and Freddy comes up, how come after Robert Rustler is dead, he looks in the mirror and it's just Jesse with a glove on? So that stuff didn't actually happen. It was all visually artistic for you. Hmm. And that makes it better. For you to sit there and go, that didn't make any sense. (laughs) Why did that fucking parakeet explode? Can you tell me that? (laughs) There's absolutely no reason for that. I laugh my ass off every time I watch a movie just because of the ridiculousness of that. <laughs> but how funny was it when he cut Clue Gallagher's face, right? that little that nick on it? That was hilarious. And then he goes, you did one of those damn cherry bombs, didn't you? Yeah, right. You <laughs> can't talk to me like that. <laughs> That's classic. It's great, dude. It's a great... There is some redeeming factors to it. Yes. I just. So I'm what not... else do you have a problem with? Go ahead. Just a lot of it just didn't make sense. Too many things didn't make sense to me. Dude, no fucking horror movies really make sense, dude. Look at all the movies that we've gone over. Some of our favorite ones, dude. You can't apply logic to them. You just can't. And if you do, then that's fine. But it's still not going to matter in terms of these conversations. Like, like it just doesn't matter. Like, you have to take certain leaps, dude. You have to. You and if yeah. and if you don't, then that's fine too. But I can. I you can see somebody being like, that doesn't make sense. This is fucking bullshit. But for me, I just hey, I just roll with it. I'm like, oh, he's getting out of his body. All right. That's where we're at. <laughs> That's where yeah. I'm at in the movie, dude. We're, whatever, dude. It don't matter. Yeah, like, like, like we, we trash it all the time. Look what we just did to Pet Cemetery, and yet we said, I, you know, I gave it a fucking four out of five. <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, it don't matter, man. Like, some things that don't matter. I think that the, the most important thing when I'm watching any horror film, whether it makes sense or not, is am I enjoying it? And right. apart from Robert Ressler and Clue Gulliger in this film, no, I'm not enjoying it. I don't. You know, it's not fun for me. And then we go back to three, and three is fucking awesome. I mean, so good. Three is my favorite nightmare. Period. Uh, to me, that is the perfect example of Freddy doing what Freddy does. Two, I think, was just completely. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it. I just don't feel like it fits, and huh. it's not fun for me for that reason. It's just a strange sequel. I guess that's the best way I can put it. That it's but isn't that the appeal? And you're right in that that it's only the second movie. We don't really have – there is really not that much mythology that has been established because there has only been one film previous to this. So how can we say that this isn't what Freddy does? Because we've only seen Freddy do one thing up to this point. Right. But to me, Freddy is the scariest when he himself invades your dreams on a personal level. That's what makes it scary to me. Not that he can overtake somebody else's body and make somebody else do something bad. We've seen that before. We've seen that in a lot of things. I don't, that's not scary to me. What's scary is that each person has, is individualized against this one common enemy who can then take your own personal fears and turn them against you. That is what's frightening about Freddy. Yeah, but you know what? When did he really do that? Like, the one girl, like, on the phone, he licks the phone, and then he sucks the guy in the bed. That's their personal fears. Like, I don't think he even really exactly, they explored that that great. You know, to you in your bed, you in your bed are where you're supposed to be safest. That's what we are taught when we are children is that, or what we believe when we're kids. When something is scary, you go and hide under your covers. You know, you, you hit the light and run and dive on the bed because the bed is the safe thing. You know, if you're, if your limbs hang over the side of the bed, that's when you're in danger. So in your bed is supposed to be safe. Yeah, but Jamie, same concept. He's supposed to be safe, and yet this guy might make him kill his sister. Yeah, but that's that's another movie. It's not the same thing. It's not. It's 
just not Freddy. Freddy's Freddy's manipulating. He has power over your your unconscious. If they would have kept that going the rest of the series, and all of a sudden Freddy's all about possessing, then I guess it would have made sense. So I guess that you have to, you know, figure that into the equation. Part one was a completely different thing. Part two was a completely different thing, and then three was kind of going back to one, and then the series progressed where it was all about dream. Well, this is the only standalone one where it was out the the possession as being, you know, a major plot point. Look, here's the, the here's the thing: okay. for your if Freddy is invading your dreams and in your personal dreams, you're not safe, no matter what. You have to sleep at some point, and if you sleep, you're going to die. That's what's what it boils down to. If Freddy is just possessing the guy next door, all you have to do is lock the door. <laughs> all right, Dan, what do you think? Uh, okay, yeah, I guess you're going to put the gym. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. One of the strong aspects, I think, um, to this movie, which I, I noticed on rewatch, is, um, is first of all, Freddy's dialogue in those first couple movies, dude, because they're not the one-liners so much as later on in the series. So it's very dark. It's very creepy the way he talks. And I thought a lot of the dialogue in this movie was fucking really creepy uh, before he got, you know, even three, <laughs> welcome to prime time, bitch, and, and all that shit. And, but, and I can't think of too many cheesy uh, lines in this one, but I believe this is when he was still really fucking scary. And that's what I liked about it. It was dark, dude. It was just dark as fuck. And, and I don't care what people say, oh, we, he didn't do the one-liners or whatever. Well, take away that. The shit that he did say was just creepy, and it wasn't uh, made to be funny. It was just like, I, you know, I can't I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But I, I just remember body, it being, I got the brain. yeah, like just really creepy shit, dude. And, I, and it seemed like this guy would be fucking right out of your nightmare. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're all my children now. And look, that scene might have been no sense making, but wasn't it great? The pool was boiling, the beer cans are shooting off, the locks got locked. I just, I just wish it would have made more sense. Uh, I guess that's it. I guess I wish it would have made more sense. It is redeeming, though. There are redeeming qualities, just exactly like Dan said. It is dark. There wasn't one-liners. There's something about the music. Uh, the music in there sometimes. Yeah, it's a little cool. bit like Hellraiser sometimes when he's in the dream. It's hard to explain like, that type of music, like fucking dark, uh, I don't know. So what is this? Is this three to one? Uh, I've always said it's an okay movie. You know what I'm saying? I can take it. Don't worry. I've had three to one against me before. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie loves it. She just wishes she had another hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right in the middle on it. You know what I mean? If I was doing a retrospective on this fucking movie, this movie, I would rate it a two and a half. It would be a cop-out fucking rating. It would be, I like it and I don't like it. It's just one of those movies. Yeah, it is a cop-out. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. So that's Freddy 2. I said my piece, 3 to 1. All right, Jamie, back to you. What's your next movie? Hot diggity. Okay, um, next up for me is Blair Witch 2. What? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. I was kicking that too, Jamie. Oh, what? Dave, I fucking love you, man. This is let me. This is the thing that people don't like about it. It's not Blair Witch One. That's all there is. Because if you take this film of its own merit and you just watch it, there's really nothing wrong with it. This is a pretty creepy movie. Then why call it Blair Witch Two? 
Sorry. This is well because it. I mean, because it is a sequel to the first one, and they actually. I love the fact that they take they they take the first film as if it happened, and then they move on. I mean, and you've got this kid who is capitalizing on, you know, the the terror that was Blair Witch, you know, by selling his little trinkets or whatever, and he's got a whole business resting on that. But the the good parts about this movie are the fact that. All this shit goes down, and these people don't remember it. But not only do they not remember it, the things they do remember, they remember wrong. And so they have these clear ideas of what they did and didn't do, they think. And suddenly people come up missing, and they don't know what they don't know what's going on. But then when they go back and watch the tape, the tapes are what is going to be their redemption. The tapes are going to prove what actually happened. But in the end, the tapes end up working against them. And that's some scary shit because yes. you feel like you've got concrete evidence that you did not do something wrong. And yet that concrete evidence ends up being the nail in your coffin. Oh, and I think that's God. some scary shit. Fooling people into mm-hmm. thinking the Blair Witch is real is an easy thing. All you need is five people in the – sorry, I was doing a burn notice. Anybody watch that show? Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you, got a, you got a point there, Jamie. I, but I, I got to say this, though, about it, okay? The, the Blair Witch is a fucking amazing movie. You can't have a sequel to it. Okay, and if you do, um, I don't know where I'd go with it, to be perfectly honest with you. All I know is you don't go there where they fucking went. That movie is a complete fucking disaster, dude. I think the filmmakers have come out and said even to, like, this movie was a fucking disaster. I don't know if they said that, but I'm just talking shit. But anyways, um, I listen, okay, I... <sighs> I have watched this movie and see, this is why I'm so angry about this because I have given this movie a shot so many fucking times. And every time I watch it, I become more enraged with this fucking thing. They try, they try and fucking all oh, throw you little zingers from the first one or whatever. And it's just nonsense, dude. It's fucking nonsense. They try, oh, this is a little camera work with the fucking, uh, you know, the, at the gas station there or the fucking little convenience store where the chicks buying beer. The whole thing was a fucking mess dude Keep and i get it change yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it just the whole movie though and and i love the dude fucking in it i love the main character i think he's great i love actually a lot of the actors in it dude they're fucking they're all pretty good but at the same time that fucking script that story is such a fucking mess dude i mean really and and if you look at just the events of that movie where you know fucking this chick hangs herself but she didn't hang herself it's the witch that made her did it and then everybody's fucking being possessed by the witch it was just so uh, to me disjointed discombobulated just all over the place to where i i was after i watch it every time and i try and find something redeeming i can't and i get more angry and i'm like Fuck this movie! Fuck but this see, movie! But yeah, that's but the point of this Blair Witch too, because you're you're caught you're looking exactly because they fucking okay. called the Blair Witch too. Well, hold the fuck on, that's your problem. Okay. You got to separate the fact that it's Why? not the Blair. It's not your fucking grandmother's Blair Witch. This is it's a different. Not, it, 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 okay, mine either, dude. I, I hear you, but listen to me. Take this movie. Pretend there was no Blair Witch one, and take okay. this movie for what it was. Let's say they called something else. They made something completely up. Is this yep. is a movie? Yeah, there, there was rumors about a witch being here and a haunting or what okay. have you. And this is the movie, and all this shit happened. It's a little bit like Session Nine in a little bit, which everybody fucking raves about. It has that type of flavor to it. But you're going through and you're uncovering things, and there's all kinds of turmoil between the, the characters and everything else. And then it pays off. It's really cool. 
you have a problem with it because it's A, not found footage, and B, not the fucking Blair Witch that you thought it was going to be. No, I got no problem. Dude, but that's the thing. Why call it the Blair Witch 2 then? Name capitalization, dude. That's no, always, no, no. It, it's directly smart. It, it directly takes it directly takes events from the first film and plays upon them. Though it's not like it ignores the first film. <laughs> right. But you've got and as far as it being disjointed and crazy, <laughs> it was seen through the eyes of a mental patient. It was supposed to be disjointed and crazy because the whole time they were there was disjointed and crazy. They don't even know what they did, you know. So like, and so you're watching it. And you're like, what the hell happened? They don't even know what the hell happened. So that's that's part of the beauty of it is that you're along for the crazy ride with them. You know, and we saw, we watched when Kim Director walked into that convenience store. We watched what happened. She didn't kill that chick, not not as far as we saw. Right. She said, keep your motherfucking chains, and then she left. Yeah. But then the video said something completely different. And that's where it gets scary, man, because we watched what happened, and that's not what happened. But then according to what happened on the video, she killed her. So, like, we are right there with them. We have, we think we know what's going on, and in, but in the I end, we don't even that. know what's happening. Unfortunately, I've never seen it. So. Oh, dude, don't. It's a fucking no, piece dude. of... No, but hey, hey. No, Alex. Alex <laughs> hasn't seen the first Blair Witch, though, correct? Forget the no, book. I've never seen the first one. Oh, hey, good. You're better off not seeing it. But you Bullshit. know enough about it to know that it was a phenomena and this and that, and it was played off to look like it was a real thing. And how about... You know what this reminds me of? And I found out later that they kind of bit off it, which is cool. Grave Encounters and Grave Encounters 2. Did, Jamie, did you see those yeah. movies? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I Isn't loved it? them both. Fucking, right, well, uh, so did I. And part 2 was so good because it kind yeah. of went along the same lines as Blair Witch 2, where it took the first as being what it was and expanded on it and then went into, I don't want to say a different direction, but I think you know what I mean when I the comparisons. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think that's cool shit. And that's why I oh. like Grave Encounters 2 because it wasn't the same old shit, but yet again... It was it, still good. Yes, and that and I never watched this movie for fucking years because everybody shit on it all over the place. Everybody yep. shit on it, and I rented it As they one should. time, like uh, I don't know, seven years ago. I rented it, and I, I finished it, and I was like, "What the fuck? That I can't believe everybody hates on that. What's wrong with that movie?" So then I burned it, and I didn't watch it again until today. But like I said, I was very uh, distracted. Uh, my daughter ended up being here, and I was keeping her entertained, and she couldn't watch it because it's full of curse words and nudity. So I was watching it on my computer trying to keep her entertained, and I didn't even finish the last 10, 15 minutes, and that's what all that twist shit really goes in. So I don't remember every little aspect of it, but I knew I liked it, and this time around, I, I had a feeling what it was leading to, and it's a good movie. Oh, you guys are fucking insane. But hey, I, I disagree with David one one aspect, and not about Blair Witch 2, but I strongly urge Alex to watch the first Blair Witch. And I understand you get the general fucking uh, thing of it, but I'm sorry, dude, if your fucking heart isn't pumping nonstop in the last 10, 15 minutes, dude, then fucking, you're not, you, you, nothing will, dude. It, it's then I'm, I'm about to lose no. even more cred with Dan when I tell you I prefer the second one to the first one. You're fucking I insane, dude. No, no, no. no. This is nuts right now. You guys are fucking crazy. Am I the only fucking insane person in the world here? Like, I, I dude, this movie <laughs> is such shit. I love you to death, Jamie, but you are wrong. You are fucking wrong. This movie sucks. You know why Alex would not like the Blair Witch, maybe, if he watches it? Because he's seen... Probably 
a decent amount of found footage movies since. Mm-hmm. And when this came out, yeah, it was kind of fucking... It, I'm not going to shit on it, because I like the movie. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But what they've done with that, and how... What they do now with found footage, they do so much more now. I, I think now, if you if, if you was to watch it... I wouldn't it would appreciate it. Yes, you wouldn't appreciate it. Tamed I by disagree, a, dude. I can... Really? Sorry. I still watch Blair Witch, dude, and you can feel the fucking tension when they're just lost, dude. Like, that's what it's all about to me is that they get lost in the woods, dude, and crazy shit starts happening. And that's one of the movies, few movies that fucking do that movie. I got to fucking prep myself to watch that because oh. it, it just it, it takes me for a ride, dude. Blair Witch 2. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. You know what I love about the first about what I loved about the first film was the marketing. That was, yes. to me, that's oh. my favorite aspect of the first film because not only did they have, like, they practically invented viral marketing um, right. With, right. with that film, but they had, you know, shows on the sci-fi network that were proclaiming it as real. I mean, people right. went into right. that film believing it was real. People walked out of that film believing it was real. That mm-hmm. was a hardcore, perfect marketing program, and I love that about that film. Personally, though, I just don't find it all that scary. It's just, I really okay. don't. Well, and, I mean, we get, we get Heather screaming fuck every two seconds, and, you know, it's yeah. well, it's just – and that just sort of takes me out of it. I'm like, you know, I understand that it's a realistic thing, and then in, in real life, you know, you'd probably cuss a lot in that situation. However, when you're watching it, and that's really all she says, I'm like, I, you know, I really would like to think that I would have more to say in a situation like that than just fuck, 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 fuck. You know, and um, cow, cow. <laughs> even though, no, but I don't like it. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying I, I really actually prefer the second one. Wow, dude. Oh man, I, I, I yeah, okay. How about even? I like them both equally. All right, two to one, and I'm out. I, I abstain. Uh, all right. Well, who's next, uh, Dan or Dave? I forgot. Dave is next. Um. Because we skipped him the first time since I did five. Right. Oh, yeah, right. We never even got to Dave. Sorry, dude. Oh, oh, I did. Okay, because I'm on board with the five. I'm going to save my one for last because I know you. Here's the deal. I'm, I'm losing <laughs> that one three to one because you guys already reviewed it, and I was surprised at fucking how much you didn't like it. This is the movie that I'll always defend. I never understood the hate for it. But before I get to that, here's another one that a lot of people hate on. And I don't know. I'm sure Jamie's seen it. I don't know if you guys have seen it. But, uh,. George A. Romero's Diary of the Dead. Oh! Diary, oh, dude! Dave, you were, it is so funny when you hear one of my other selections, it's gonna, that is really hilarious. But, um, oh, I hope it's man. not. Go for it. I hope Go it's for not, it, dude. <laughs> well, people hate on Diary, um, and shit, I can't even give you a concrete fucking good reason why. I think I've heard people say that it was maybe a little heavy handed on the, um, maybe a little. <laughs> He's totally oh, ham-fisted with that movie. He's beating you over the head with it. Yep. 72, I love hits, that. 72,000 hits. 72,000 hits on the web. 72,000. 72,000. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he does do that. You're right. I hear you. But then, halfway through the movie, or maybe not halfway, after about the second act, the girl, his girlfriend, says, "I at the time I didn't realize that I was bickering with him about it, about him wanting to get it out there. And he, he was putting up the argument saying, hey, this is bigger than us. This isn't about us. What kind of world are we going to live in anyway? This is information that has to get out there. So he was validating what he was doing. Up until that point, you don't know. 
But yeah, he was doing that, but it was only so much he wanted the information to be out there because the media fucking is what it is and covers shit up and the government and everything else. It's Yes, it does hit you over the head with, with political commentary. It, but what the fuck? They all do. Oh, they all do, yeah. Sure. They don't they all, all do. hit you over the head. Dawn was very subtle. Night was Dawn very was subtle. subtle. Day was very subtle. I mean, there's a lot going on under there that he doesn't openly say. But with Diary, it was just like, bleh. Right. Well, yeah, but you know what? But at the same time, here's the funny part. The stuff he was talking shit about, you know, like the YouTube generation and the fucking, just everything. Everything quick, quick, and now, now. The movie itself ended up having taken on that persona itself. It's like he was mocking it, but at the same time he was still marketing it to that type of crowd. This type right. of You're yeah. right. You're right about that. Yeah, which is which I thought was kind of clever. And I love every time he brought up the fact about zombies running, how they shouldn't be running, and gave his reasons why. That's his personal reasons and I love that too. Right. Oh yep. sure. Yeah, their their ankles would break off. <laughs> right, right, yes. Their ankles would break off. <laughs> right. Yep. But it's very I thought it was really intelligent. I the gore was fucking very good. It was such an improvement over the disappointment of Land because Land and me, I fucking despise it, you know. And then I didn't know what to think. Then I'm like, oh boy, a found footage fucking Romero film. I playing into it. I I wasn't thinking it was gonna be good. Then I went to the movies and I was like, wow, it was fucking good. That took me by surprise. Then the Blu-ray came out and wow, again, I watched it a second, a third time, and it's held up. I, I think it's a really good film, and it's you know what's cool about it? It's the only one since the first one that you actually see the outbreak as it begins. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, it's, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. Yeah, I was gonna say it is. It's like it's running neck and neck with night. I mean, because you know, yeah. it, as right. as Romero goes, year has absolutely nothing to do with his timeline. You know, the fact that Night of the Living Dead was filmed and released in 1968 has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that Diary of the Dead came out 40 years later. It doesn't matter. It's supposed right. to be the same time. Same it is the beginning. beginning of the outbreak. And I do like that. You know, I yeah. – um, and I'll have to say, when I watched this at the theater, like I drove to Atlanta because this was a very limited release. So I drove to Atlanta to watch this film. Bo actually came down from Tennessee to watch it with me. Yeah, and my name is Bo. we both walked out of that going, "Oh my god, that was awful," you know. Oh. But then when <laughs> when it came out on DVD, I watched it again, and I did like it better. And so every time I do watch it, I watch I like it a little bit more. There are things I do like about it. There are nods to a lot of things throughout the film. You get the same. You hear some of the same news reports, which I think are awesome. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, you uh -huh. get. Um, you get uh, one of my favorite things is the Amish dude, the the <laughs> the oh, deaf yeah, Amish guy that, uh, oh, that, that they run bastard. into. He, yeah. That's really awesome. You get the swimming pool scene at the rich kid's house, which I think is cool when the, like the zombies are in the swimming pool. I mean, there yeah. are a lot of cool things about it, and so I'm not. And and honestly, I think you you're probably going to win this one with me because as much as it is my least, it is my least favorite of all of the Romero zombie films. Wow, I um. Dude. Like I do find even land, yeah. I do find that I like it more with subsequent viewings. You know, so um I'm gonna go ahead and give you the win on this one because you know, I don't I can't say that I hate it as much as I initially did. Even though I still think he really? hits you over the head. I still think it's very hamfisted. I still think it's very heavy handed. Yeah, and I'll go one step further and say it's foot fisted also. Here we go. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Absolutely. He stomped that shit on that. The thing. foot fist way. 
Anyway, I mean, that is a very valid point that he's sort of mirroring uh, the YouTube generation with this film. I like that, you know, so, you know, yeah, I can right. see I can see diary to you. Yeah, oh, right on. See, and he, all the slants he does, slants on the media, slants on the government, even the military themselves, all kinds of shit. He was, at the time while Iraq was going on, it was a big fucking thing. It was very political and very political times, and that's what he does. Thank God they didn't spawn off a movie with those military guys. Oh, wait. <laughs> they did. Oh, it was better um, than the shit that was coming out at the time. Uh, well, I think it was uh, good. Hey, was- I'll say this though, Dave. Um, okay, well, uh, me personally, I think this movie sucks. Oh. But, <laughs> but wait, but I why okay, I love this movie though. It's because it's not a great movie. I mean, okay. listen, the the, the the dialogue in a lot of instances is wicked cheesy and over the top, and a lot of it is um, it, it seems it's like now they're fucking they're students in a film school. They're fucking douchebags afterwards. It just yeah. seems like satire too much, and and but I'm not. It is satirical, sure. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But uh, but that's why I I personally, dude, I love this movie. I'm just saying it's a bad film. I love it though, and I, and I will back you up 110 percent, bro. Because I, I, dude, I will rewatch this motherfucker all the time when they roll up to that kid's mansion at the end, dude, and he's just fucking shit faced, and he's oh, just yeah, like, and the he, he's all in a fucking costume. He's just like, hey guys, what's what's going on? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, we got guns. Yeah, we're good. Like that, dude. I love that movie, but it's not a great movie. But I, I, I do. I wish there were more zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was enough. It's like watching The Walking Dead. You get a little bit of downtime. They're on the road. It doesn't get boring. They don't stay in one place for too long. That's why I like it. It starts here in the beginning. Then they go to the hospital. Then they take off. Then they have they have situation after situation. There is a lot of dialogue. But Who's that new guy that showed up on Walking Dead, guys? Who's that fucking big guy? He was fucking awesome. Dude. Abraham. Yeah, dude, that guy fucking rocks. Yeah, he's. Um, I don't know if they're going to go exactly the way they did with in the comic with his character, but if they do, then there's going to be some cool stuff. Why? Where do they go with it? Is he just like? I can't tell. Badass? I can't. Well, I don't want to tell you that because there are people oh, out there who. <laughs> well, I like it because they're talking about finally that they got a they got a cure and they're going to Washington. The scientist is going to Washington to meet up with other scientists and uh, and fucking and and cure it because he knows what fucking started the outbreak. I mean, finally, fucking, we get some direction in this fucking show. I'm sure he'll get eaten, and that's what's going to happen. But I'm just, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying. Eating baby legs and shit. Unfortunately, Dave, for Diary, I have to say, I dislike the majority of the characters, and that is huge for me. In a in a in a Romero film, characters are important, and I dislike a lot of those douchebags, and you that like really that weighs heavily on me when I watch that film because I just don't care. Like no. I don't care if they get killed. I don't care if the chick from Texas get, gets killed. I don't care if the rich the rich guy douchebag gets killed. You know, I really need to care about characters in a situation like that. And in that film, I just don't. Hmm. So there's that. I guess they didn't spend a lot of time <laughs> on it. You're right. I, just, I think it's fun. I just <laughs> enjoy the fucking movie, Dave. Uh, Dave, I'll back you up. It's a fun movie over anything, I think. It's a fun, fun footage movie. That's all. Yeah, it's fun. It's got gore. And it's got fucking political commentary that I happen to agree with. So that speaks to me even more. It does happen yep. sometimes. You know, so, you know, I dig it. Yep. That's commentary about work, about the genre. You know? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> all right, Dan, what's your pick? Um, I'm kind of cheating on this one. 
So I hope you guys rock with me. Um, and we've had this conversation before in many different ways, but, uh, I won't even nail it down to one film. I'll say a filmmaker, dude, fucking Rob Zombie, dude. I think he's fucking completely misunderstood, completely hated on, um, unnecessarily, um, you know, looking go from his first, you can fucking do every film pretty much besides the devil devil's rejects, which I think most people come to a general consensus on, which was, his, that's his best film. And it's, it's definitely solid, but all the other ones, dude, people just rag on him. Like we said before, I don't know if it's cause he, he does his music thing. I don't know if it's because he's got the fucking zombie in his name. I, who knows what the fuck it is, but people just hey, one way or the other, dude. We talked about this before, but it just incites something in people, different things, where it's just fucking fuck Rob Zombie, he fucking ruined Halloween, or fuck Rob Zombie with his fucking this and that, Lords of Salem, and, and or people are just like, oh my god, he's the fucking greatest filmmaker in the world. I mean, there's people all ends of the fucking spectrum. And I just think, uh, as a filmmaker, I know this isn't a movie. And if I were to pick a movie, it would be Lords of Salem, I guess. But even look at his whole fucking span of, you know, Halloween 2. Isn't and that kind shit. of like on that list that we did, though, where the guys were like, all Uwe Boll films? You know, I mean, it's... Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Am it's I eight. cheating too much, guys? Am I? Is that kind of a cop-out, what I'm doing? or? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. right. Like I don't know what I'm supposed. Okay, should we go through the list of every movie he made and no. say? Uh, okay, I'll say. I'll say words. I'll say words of Salem then. I'll, I'll fucking say words of Salem because I think a, a lot of people either love it or hate it. Out of that movie, right there next to you. So um, right. Yeah, we we did all that. No, I don't, I, and I'm not going to get into the movie itself. I, I'm just saying. I think don't don't you guys agree that Rob Zombie is a filmmaker, and specifically after Halloween too, where you know people were really split on him, people just fucking get on him. And, and I just think that if he were a normal filmmaker, dude, people wouldn't pay attention at all. Kind of like the fucking Harold Ramis dude, whatever the fuck his name is, Egon. You know, I feel like <laughs> if he wasn't Rob Zombie, dude, and nobody would care about him. You know what I'm saying? And if he were uh, just a horror director here's the thing i think that if he was not rob zombie that you wouldn't like lords of salem as much as you do i disagree with that see i like a lot of that shit too see, but you, you handed that same argument to me when we were talking about lords of salem and i'm still saying no i mean like, i oh. don't think rob zombie is the end all be all i don't love everything he's done i don't care for house of a thousand corpses it's like a really fucking long music video i don't care for the <laughs> What's the Mexican wrestler cartoon thing? You know, um, yeah, 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 I didn't yeah. like that at all. I mean, I think I think it started out interesting, and then the joke got really old. You know, really, I love Devil's Rejects. Love it, love it, love it. And I love Lords of Salem. Everything else is just okay. Hmm. And he's doing another horror movie, guys. You hear that yes, one? I did. Yeah, yay. that took long. <laughs> I yeah, knew that no, was right? no. You knew it would. You knew it would. No. It's like Michael Jordan retiring. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is his wi wizard's era. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Space Jam era. This is fucking when he played baseball era. Yeah, they're making they're making Space Jam with LeBron James now. <laughs> no, they're not. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, they're part not. two. No, they're yeah. not. They are. No, they're not. Right. I did not pick World of Sin because I talked about it. On, this, on way too many shows, 
I'm always gonna fucking reissue it again. So. Yeah, and and listen, guys. I, yeah, I know why, we did that a lot. I yeah. know. Yeah, I just I think hey, I think it's a valid fucking point. You know, I couldn't really think of too many people that that just you gotta look at somebody that they just fucking harp on. And I think that in terms of the movie itself, Lords of Salem, I think people do look at it as the movie and say, okay, I like it or dislike it. But I think you're right, Alex. Where where you said that we wouldn't be into it as much, I think that. Everything, everybody's opinion applies to that because you're going in knowing it's a Rob Zombie flick, for better or worse. You yeah, know it goes I mean? both ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it goes both ways. Unnecessary criticism yeah. and maybe exactly. you know too high of praise. I don't know. It's a matter of opinion, but depending on what side of the fence you're on. Okay, what about Darren Lynn Bowsman? He made the fucking one with Paris Hilton there, the musical, right? How come yeah. we're not? How come we're not all talking about that? Because he's not fucking Rob Zombie. See what I'm saying? Like he's a horror director. He did a Saw movie. He's a fucking player in the horror genre, dude. He did Death Sentence. What? No, he didn't. No, yeah. Not. Oh yeah. No, he did the one with uh, Kevin Costner. I mean, uh, uh, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Bacon, Great yeah. fucking movie. Great movie. But I'm just saying, like, you, you look at shit like that, and how come nobody's talking about him? He he's a director. He's in the game. He's fucking relevant. He did a Saw movie. He did this. He did that. So how come we're not talking about that that movie? Movie, the musical there because nobody cares because he's not. I, I like Darren Bowsman. He's I'm just saying, well, you're not. Oh, he's fine, but he's not. But, but we don't harp on every single movie. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, but the it's, other guys get all the attention. What about fucking uh, Green and Roth and fucking Aja and all of them? They get all the attention. And Zombie's just another one of those. And I think I, Zombie's yeah. the best of all of them. Yeah, no, see, I think, though, I think that they don't all get the criticism as much as Rob Zombie does. Do you agree? Adam Green does. Adam Green doesn't yeah, but... get any criticism. He hasn't done shit in fucking eight years. So I don't even know. <laughs> Who? Eli Roth. Oh, okay. Oh, he's got a lot of shit coming out, though. And well, coming out. Yeah, clown. Yeah, no. <laughs> produce. He's not directing it again. He's still not directing Oh, yeah, right. You got the one coming out, but you know what I'm saying. He's still oh, I can't argue with that, bro. Believe me, I'm waiting, dude. I'm fucking waiting. Yeah, I, I hope it's a great movie. I don't want him to make a shit movie. I'm just saying. Let's okay. step up to the plate, buddy. You know? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, this is this is since it's a like a lighter thing. It's all pretty split, divided. I mean, uh, I agree though, Dan. Uh, he, de- I think, I think the consensus at the end of this is that he gets uh, way too much of each uh, criticism, good or bad. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, my second. Oh yeah, one of my movies was Rob Zombie too. I mean, we did this on, we did this on um, that some random show. Probably nobody even heard it. Um, Banana gun? <laughs> it does, you know, we might as well do it all over again. No, I'm just kidding. No, I really don't want to talk about Halloween 2. Uh, so here, let me just say my stuff, because I, I don't even want to get into it, if you don't mind, because I feel like it's not Halloween. I don't care. But I just want to throw this out there. Uh, but you could all say if you agree or disagree. I just don't want to waste too much time on it, because we've gotcha. been you know, in this segment for a while. Um, so Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, uh, things people don't like is that, one, it's Rob Zombie. Number two, his wife. Number three, Laurie, Laurie Strode is annoying. Number four, Loomis is an asshole. Five, <laughs> Michael talked. Six, Michael's a hobo. Seven, the kid was switched from the first one. Eight, there's a horse. Nine, his mask was off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's tons of shit people don't like. Um, yeah. Ten, it feels disjointed to people. Whatever. Okay. So, 
things that are good about it. It has badass kills, the face stomp kill, the stripper bash against the window. The guy says, cow, cow. That was fucking funny. It has two guys from Sons of Anarchy in it. You got to love that. Uh, Michael's way more brutal in this movie than any ha- Halloween movie wait, ever. Wait, wait, Who's the second guy? Um, Mark Boone Jr. Who the fuck is that? Uh, Bobby. Oh, that's right. Holy shit. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, the character development is phenomenal. It's realistic. It's spot on. It's exactly where everybody would have moved on in life. If anybody knows people, then they would agree. That's how people are. Mm-hmm. Great, great acting, I think. Uh, great ending with Michael taking his mask off. And, and the reason, you know, everybody wants to see him with his mask. You're all so used to that. But the fact is... The, the mask doesn't mean anything at that point. Like, to you, you want to have your little favorite fun character run around as fucking goofy knife yeah. in a mask because you love that goofy shit. And Jason always has to have his fucking mask on because he has to have a machete because that's what we know. But guess what? That fucking shit doesn't matter, dude. Like, he's in the fucking thing. He knows he's going to get killed. He knows that he's killing, you know, and he knows what's going down at that moment. He's going to be reunited with the family. It's over, dude. That mask don't mean shit. Who cares if he talked? He's a human. Yeah. Of course he's going to talk. Those two people mean more to him than anybody in the world. Right. He's going to act differently around them. He's not probably going to talk to fucking nurses and guys in the middle of the grass hitting them and all that shit. <laughs> she fucks her, yeah. Yeah, this is different. And plus, he deliberately stopped talking. In, in the original series of Halloween, nobody even knows why. Michael never talked. He was just sort of like in comatose state. And this one, uh, in part one of the zombie thing, he deliberately stopped talking. He was never gonna because he wanted to. It wasn't that he couldn't. So he did when he felt like it. Uh, this one was way more gritty. And if it was not called Halloween, I think people would love it as a horror movie. I just Amen. think you all got your blinders on with that fucking title bullshit. Just like Halloween 3. <laughs> so yep. uh, do you agree or disagree? What do you guys think? Totally agree. Yeah. Agree. Awesome. All I was going to pick it, but you pitched it. Um, Hated it. Hated it. She said. I think, I think Jamie's just mad because I gave her a three to one. That's exactly No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm so not mad. I just don't like the movie. You know, I, um, I will say... I guess I'll give it an incomplete because I will say that I have been told... To <laughs> That's so movie. bad. I've been told to watch the director's cut and that it that it makes a lot more sense, that it's much better. I have not done it. So, um... Get on it. There. I can't, you know, <laughs> unless I do that, then I guess I can't really be fair to it, so... Right. All right. Well, does anybody else have anything? I have one more. What else you got? Because mine isn't that good. Go ahead, please. Lost Boys 2. Ooh. Oh, Lost Boys... You know how I feel about Lost Boys 2, man. Yeah, this is... And immensely misunderstood. And actually, I shouldn't say that. It's just hated. I think people would say, no, I, I get it. Yeah, no, uh, we got you know, it. Yeah. It's your dog. No, whatever. <laughs> get it? Because it's your dog. <laughs> but here's here's the reality. People hate it because the budget, they think it's too similar to the first one, just a cheap version of that. They don't like the acting of the main vampire. They sure as fuck don't like Corey Feldman's acting. Uh, they think it's ridiculous that he's like a fucking, like, the what do you call somebody who's doing the same shit at 40 and dressing the same as they did when they were 12? I mean... Hack. Or... Loser. Loser, hack, loser, yeah. So, um... <laughs> The, the, they don't like that the ending's uh, v- not very challenging. He just shoots the guy with a water 
balloon holy water thing. His head blows up. The other guy, easy kill. But guess what? In the original, those are pretty easy kills too, man. I mean, he like they just knocked the guy into a fucking tub of garlic and he died. I mean, was, a lot of those weren't very hard either, except for the final guy. Um, yeah, he used a water balloon with holy water to fuck the uh, up. Isn't that cool? He got there from what do you call it? From Dust Till Dawn. That's, didn't that I never saw Lost Boys, I Okay. And people don't like that the vampires, the group of people hanging out with the main people, are obnoxious asshole vampires. Uh, so some of the positives, the, the head vampire is a really cool character. He's cool looking. He, he doesn't, he's not that great of an actor. It's uh, Angus Sutherland. Um, the, the girls in the movie are smoking hot, especially the girl dancing by the fire that the guy bangs in the bath standing bath shower thing yeah. awesome they got motorcycles they got uh it's funny to see feldman quite frankly it's funny to see it's like a joke yeah it is in a funny way um it's an extension of the first one uh in and what i think is a good way <laughs> and it has a lot of good scenes to it and um a really likable um lead girl yep i think the way the one place this movie falls flat is like the lead guy He's um he's a little uh he has tunnel vision like just like Tommy Jarvis in Friday Six it's all about fucking Jason I'm all about Jason and, you know girls trying to blow him and he's worried about Jason like right, in, right. in in this movie almost the same exact thing like a girl's trying to fuck this guy and he's all worried about oh, I gotta protect my sister my sister my sister and like that that's all he thinks about his his mind is only on one thing even when Keanu Reeves hooked up with Patrick Swayze. Um, he got into what was going on, and that's why you like it. And this one, the kid just stayed with his mission and never actually bought into the lore of the vampires, and never really, it, he never was never sold on it. So it, that falls for me. It's falling a little flat there, but it's tolerable, and it's still a good movie. It's fun, a lot of fun scenes. So I know. Uh, so Dan, I know what you think. Jamie, have you seen this? I have not. I haven't really? seen any of the sequels. Yeah, I feel bad because I want to, um, but I never have. Hmm. I might do it tonight even. I might watch it tonight. You got it? No, but I'll actually get it. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> you must have a store real close to you. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Blockbuster is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, Dan, what do you uh, what do you think overall of like the things I said? What people feel about it? Uh, yeah, no, I totally agree with you, man. I, I really like that movie. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it it, it it screams direct to video, so already your expectations are low. And then you watch it, and you're like, holy shit, that was good. And that's a good fucking feeling, dude. When when you deliberately go in know, knowing, I'm sorry, that you deliberately know you're going in wasting your time, like, okay, this is going to suck. And then, boom, it surprises you. You're like, oh, fucking sweet, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and that's how I felt when I watched that movie. I watched it for the show. Um, you recommended it, and I honestly could care less about it. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, shit, son. Like, I take that back. Like, I am fucking wrong. That movie is awesome because I had preconceived notions of it be being a direct-to-video piece of shit and that it was not, you know? It was yeah, awesome. It's direct-to-video, it's low, but it yeah. it's shot it looks good. It sounds good, and it, it looks a lot better than most low-budget movies. And and no one's saying this is like an epic piece of work. I mean, no. it you know, it's just a fun horror movie. Period. It's right. not, we're not even comparing it to the first one. Don't even do that. Hmm? <laughs> like. 
I I give it like a four out of five in likability ratings, but if I had to give it a technical rating, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's just like a six or five point five. Yep, I agree. Out of ten, so but it is what it is. We're horror fans. We're used to shitty low budget movies. You can't. It is. That's what you're into. Mm Hmm. I mean, you can't. Why Why is this an exception? Right. For that reason. So. Mm Hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, well, the, okay, the, these kind of are not so much everybody hates on, but, you know, not too many people know about these movies. And I feel like um, how people talk about horror all the time, these movies get surpassed. And I feel like it, it's not right. I don't want to call them underrated, but I just feel like they're uh, they're not celebrated for what they are. Um, I've talked about this briefly before, and I know some, some people don't like this movie, but I thought it was a fun little, I think it was rated R. It felt like a PG-13 horror movie in a lot of ways, but a movie called Cry Wolf. Bon Jovi's in Cry Wolf. How could you not fucking love that? That's all the movie, Cry Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it, what, what was it, like 2006 or something like that? But I just thought the premise was good. It's not, I don't want to say it hasn't been done before, but I thought it was, yeah, it was okay. It was pretty smart. And I thought from what, everything going on, all the subgenres of horror going on at that time, it was something different. It was something original. So Cry Wolf, I just thought it was one of those movies where I think everybody should see, but like, it seems like nobody fucking has. So Cry Wolf. Was that the wolf version of Fright Night? No. has nothing to do with a wolf. Because <laughs> I've seen a movie that was exactly like Fright Night, but it was about werewolves. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with fucking uh, Hercules, right? Kevin Sorbo? I don't know, but I remember that either somebody was hiding on a ceiling when somebody walked in the house. Huh? I, can't, I can't remember what it was. Ne- I, uh, never something a werewolf? I don't know. Never oh, yeah. I mm, Was that... I don't know. Never no. Never cry wolf. I know. I know what movie you're talking about. It's a shit movie, but yeah. I I actually was all right with it. I was entertained. Maybe there was a smoking hot chick in it. She was. She's cute. Yep. Okay, that's what's happening. Okay. Yep. Um. And and you know my other movie. I know a lot of people are gonna get on me for this, but I do love it, and um, I just think it's a fun flick, and and it doesn't go beyond this. I've talked about it before. I just think it's fun. Uh, is uh, Urban Legend, and it came after you know Scream and all that. That shit. was that almost made my list. Actually, it's, it's fun, on, it's right, on my list, But I ended up you know bumping it off for something else. But I that uh, was on my. Dude, Jared Leto, you got Michael Rosenbaum, Lex Luthor in there, dude. There's so many fucking good yeah. actors in. Yeah, exactly. And fucking Rebecca Gayhart, she kills it, dude. I just, I love that movie, dude. And I, and I've watched it. It's actually on YouTube, but, and I've watched it and there, the story is, you know, of how everything comes together. Do I think they could have done the urban legends better? Uh, maybe, but I think the way that they did do it was perfect. Dude, it's got Freddy Krueger in there, the creepy fucking janitor. Everything about that movie just screams fucking fun to me. And I just have a blast watching it every time. So urban legends is one, cry wolf is the other. Uh, I think that's it. I th- oh, one more. Ha! You guys are gonna, I know nobody's gonna fucking agree. Agree with me on this, but uh, I uh, know Return of the Living Dead Part Four. No, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, when a stranger calls the remake, dude, fuck y'all, it's fucking awesome, dude. That movie is so fucking creepy with atmosphere, and yeah, you go, you everybody can go to hell because I know everybody's scowling my name right now. You fucking idiot, but I love that movie, dude. I know, dude. I, what's that? That movie is indefensible. 
No, it's uh, not. No, that means it's good. That means it's good. No, it doesn't. Well, you know what? I actually watched two movies recently. Yeah. And one was a remake. One was original. Saw them both. Yeah. For the first time. Which one? In the same week. <clears throat> the one with Linnea Quigley or Leanna Quigley. Oh, Night of the Demons. Linnea. Oh, Night yeah, of the Demons. And I'll say that I enjoy the remake more. Oh, nice. Nice. It's stupid, right? I never even watched it. I've owned it for fucking three years. I Dude, Monica Keena, man. She's still hot. And this is where she met Eddie Furlong. So this is where he didn't yeah. jack her up yet. Oh, well, I gotta watch it for Michelle. <laughs> Maybe he had. But, yeah. The original is just it just falls apart after like after the whole once everybody starts becoming possessed something happens in the third act it just fucking goes nowhere man i agree the third act lacks and the fucking main girl of the third act that that the girl in the blue dress or whatever annoying. oh god and the, and the guy tied up with her to the thing in the basement or whatever and it's like what the fuck are we watching yeah the first <laughs> hour hour 10 minutes are really good and then unfortunately it just shits the bed yeah did I ever tell you I saw The Perfect House, dude? Oh, you did? Finally, and I fucking loved it, dude. Dude, tears knocked that one out of the fucking park, huh? Oh, yeah, dude, exactly. I've always enjoyed him, dude, and I like his music and shit, but I saw that. I was like, holy shit, man. He really fucking went for that role, dude. He killed it. I, I love how Tiersten just comes in randomly on our fucking Facebook page, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, this is what I think about that. I'm just like, dude, what? <laughs> yeah, who would have thought Ricky from Sleepaway Camp is posting on our Facebook? He's great in that movie, though, dude. I mean, I, listen, I hey, when you reviewed that movie, I remember I said something pretty pricky, which was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. Like, it was a very snooty thing. No, I said, are you going to buy this? You're like, no. No, and I was being honest, but dude, I fucking loved it, dude. Felissa was great in it too, man. They were, they both were great. I, that's a good movie, man. Yeah, that and that's my misunderstood movie. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, right? The misunderstood thing is nobody watched it. <laughs> Maybe you didn't understand. You have to go get it, guys. That's what I had. I had an extra list of like fucking two or three of movies that aren't misunderstood, but I think they're good movies and nobody ever talks about them. Like what? Uh, Storm of the Century. Steven yes, King. I love Storm of the Century. Everybody should watch Storm of the okay. Fucking Century. Yeah, it's a top five Stephen King movie. In my, it's probably my favorite miniseries he did. Oh, mine too, dude. Mine something. too, Dave. Yeah. yeah if dude. you haven't seen it, fucking see it. I'll tell you that right now. Yes. That's one of them. Uh, and yep. Damien, part two of The Omen. Ooh, Nobody talked about it. Have you guys seen that? Never saw it. I love all the Omen movies. <laughs> I oh, they're good. The first three, anyway. I like them. None of them are good. Okay, next. What? Wow. Dude, come on. Did you see? What? Did you see part two? That's like saying the fucking Children of the Corn movies are good. No, <laughs> not. This is a completely different animal. What are you talking about? Oh man, Children of the Corn, all that shit. Amityville movies. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, get the fuck. Oh. You <laughs> seriously off. lost your brain. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just being goofy. Here's a movie. No one's seen, <laughs> and it's called Boogeyman Two. <laughs> I didn't see part one. That's why this fucking part one out. I bought, dude. I was so pissed off it that sucked. I bought Boogeyman, dude. Oh it man, Boogeyman Two has nothing to do with Boogeyman One, and it's a fucking <laughs> a good movie. That's why people just want to see it. But yeah, I'm telling you, go out and fucking at least rent this movie. It it, it kind of feels like uh like Nightmare Three. It's that type of situation with kids being in a. Yeah. Uh, well, Jamie will like it. And it's done well. That's what I'm saying. It's 
anyone could try to knock off Nightmare 3, but this one does it, and it's it's a good story. It's entertaining, entertaining kills, and hmm. yeah. What are those movies? No shit. Yeah. I, I purposely stayed away from it because the first one was such shit. I, that's why everyone, that's what I'm saying. Right. Everyone right. avoided it. Hey, did you guys get tricked into buying that DVD Boogeyman in 2004 or something? Oh, yeah. I got it. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, dude. I wasn't I, tricked, man. I loved it. I saw know, the ad so for that cool. in Fangoria, and I could not wait for that shit to come out. And at the Bear time, God. I didn't have a job, and I used my last $12 to buy that DVD. And I yes. Wait, you guys, are, maybe you're confused. It was... A, the documentary. The it's compilation like, It's DVD, like the Rise right? and Fall of the Slasher film. Right. Yeah. You like that? Hell yeah! I actually yeah. W- I w- looked at it on my shelf the other day and thought, man, I haven't watched that in a while. I need to watch that again. Yeah, I, I only watched it once, and it, like you know, of course, I don't have a real recollection of it because it was ten years ago. But but I, I just remember like saying, okay, I wish I just saw that on uh, you know f- uh, Fear Net or whatever the fuck. Like <laughs> I just like I don't know why did I buy this? It just seemed like one of those stupid purchases. There's like three or four documentaries that are similar. They're like compilations of different things, but the, the, the best one to me by far was the one that's called um, The Rise and Fall of the Slasher Film. It has, it has another title to it. That's, that comes after the corn, I believe. Did, did you guys ever see uh, 100 Scariest Movies on... Um... I love yeah, that. I... Oh, Bravo, dude. Bravo, Bravo yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. I, yo, I, I watch that over and over on YouTube, but some of them are missing some of the sections, and it pisses me off, dude. Yeah? Yeah, I love that. Every dude that makes my Halloween, dude. But that uh, it wasn't on last year, which pissed me off. So I had to go to YouTube and watch it. Yeah, I got it. I got the download, and uh, I'm glad Psycho was pretty high on there. I think Jaws was too. Yep. Yep. Uh, what about House of Wax? You mean? You no. Do? Love it. I love House of Wax. I thought I hated it, and I liked it. And you know what? I liked it. You know what it is. It's more of a remake of Taurus Trap than it is fucking House of Wax. Yeah, yeah. it is, but it's a yeah. shitty, it is a shitty, just all around, it's shitty. That movie is so, talk about ham-fisted. Yes, I mean, yes. them the twins in your face. At the end, they fall right. through the floor and then land, like, in... That was awesome. Yeah, it was so crap. They land the same way they were born. Yeah, which was, I mean, come <laughs> on. The chances of that are very high. Yeah, that's, gonna, that's totally gonna happen. <laughs> it was a meant to be moment, Jamie. Totally good. I man, no, don't like it. I don't. Know. I want to talk about an American werewolf in Paris. Now, the reason I want to talk about this, everybody shits on this movie. I mean, this movie gets so much shit; it's not even funny. Like nobody mm-hmm. wants to even admit they like this movie if they do. But I like this movie. I just watched it again not too long ago because I was like, I haven't watched that in a while. I will. Now, the only thing that I think that you that you, anyone can even pick out bad about this is the CGI is regrettable. That is true. And yeah. to come and to to make a sequel to a film that is famed for right. its practical effects and what its groundbreaking, amazing, can't even top it to this day practical effects, and then use CGI when you make that sequel. That's kind of a dumb move. I, I'm, you know, I am right there with you. However, the characters are fun. There's some really, there's some really clever, funny writing. Tom Everett Scott is awesome. Oh, he's so good. Dead Man on Campus. Yeah. Oh, him? Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, he's hilarious. I just think there's some really fun moments, and I like the fact that the whole thing is based on, um, or they do this whole like rave thing, um, which at the time 
was very timely, you know, and so they invite the, the ideas that they invite them. Um, they have raves that they only invite Americans to. So it's like they've got all these American tourists, which, you know, people traditionally hate American tourists anyway. So what's the best thing to do with us? You stick us in a room and kill us. Um, yeah. But there's like the whole cult aspect where people are att- they're, they're trying to turn into werewolves and they've I like that cult out of it. I really like that. You know, so the only negative wow. thing I really have about this film is the CGI. Other than that, I think it's pretty solid. And um, that was that I never was watched it. Yeah. Well, I think you should. I mean, and, and when you're watching it, no, don't Dave. Think, think to yourself. <laughs> you know, Jamie warned me about the CGI, and yeah, it's pretty bad. No, no, it's fine. It's, hey. I'm but a fan a, of our general Dracula. Talk about bad CGI. Oh, oh my yay, god! Yay. Did you hear us talk about that on Devour? Yes, of course. Yes, I did. And uh, come on, uh, I've never watched our general. I movie. was the only one to defend that movie. I know you were. <laughs> Once again, we were. Yes, we agreed. I'll yes. tell you this much, Jamie. The only thing that tops the CGI in that movie is an American werewolf in America. That was amazing. <laughs> I thought the intro was phenomenal. It got you, it gripped you right there. And the whole way through, the characters are unbelievable. Um, the fucking kills when the guy's head was ripped off by the werewolf. And the yeah, it was shot beautiful. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. It was like stitches. It was beautiful looking. <laughs> and it was artistic and weird like Lords of Salem. It was just American werewolf in America. You guys got to look that up. <laughs> he goes to Jersey. <laughs> he goes to Jersey. He's in Jersey. He goes to the Jersey Shore. He kills Snooky and Jay Wow. <laughs> then he up with the Jersey 16. Devil. He goes to the tanning bed. He gets his hair all gelled up, and then he goes and pumps some iron. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right. And he uh, takes creatine in this movie, and a lot of people <laughs> think that was controversial. Then he, um, <laughs> then he beats up the Karate Kid. He took creatine. Him on the- <laughs> I take you to do it. He was the only guy to stop the Toxic Avenger, the first superhero from New Jersey. <laughs> there you go, perfect. So it's a great movie, guys. I give that a, I'd say four to four point five out of five. Nice, dude. That's solid. Yep, absolutely. So check that one out. It's on Blu-ray too. <laughs> All right. So do you have any more of this? Uh not really. So everybody understands every other movie, then, right? <laughs> Yeah, they must. I have one that was my... <laughs> They must have. We didn't come up with it. I oh, want... yeah. Dave, go for it. Yeah, Just Dave. because you guys all trashed it, and I was I was hoping... Because there's a story to it. When I first started listening to the show, Jamie was already on. And then I went back and listened to it all. Anyway, uh, all the show, everything that Jamie had set up until this point, I always remember. Uh, me and this fucking girl, we agreed at every fucking movie. I couldn't believe it. I was like... Yay. Yeah, it was... Again and again and again, we have the same taste. I'm like, wow, how do you like that? Well, until this review. Uh-oh. And then, well, <laughs> well, hey, nobody's perfect, you know? Ooh, he's saying you're wrong. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, because you guys are all, it's going to be three against one. I do not understand the hate for Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. I think it was a fucking very good movie. Oh, by far, the beginning's good. Oh, yeah. Hey, go by man. far better than the fucking remake. So much. The remake was boring. It was fucking... I thought the beginning not, was boring. I... Oh, not at all. It was dark. It was gory. Hey. It was a fucking good shit coming up. It was everything a horror movie should be. It had a downer ending. No, I yeah. fucking really liked that movie. And the basement was so it. wet and saturated. And... <laughs> Shut up, Dan. <laughs> no, dude, no, I like that movie. No, no, I don't. I don't care how crazy you are. Your basement is not going to be that fucking wet. <laughs> hey, man, I know a lot of girls whose basements are wet. 
<laughs> I, I, hey, Dave, I'll back you up on that, dude. I'll back you up, man. Oh, you I changed your view, really? No, hey. dude. No, I've always said that I thought that movie was decent too. I love Jordan. You guys all bashed it. You guys all said it was worse than the fucking. Dude, um, we do that to every movie, but then we give it high marks. <laughs> no, you guys gave it like uh, I think at the time you were doing it out of ten. I think fucking Jamie gave it like a three, and you guys each gave it a five or some ridiculous fucking thing. And I was like, really, these guys. Really think this movie's that bad? I could. Oh, I enjoy that movie. I enjoy that movie. Real. I think it's so much better than the remake was. I think people have a problem with it because it was a sequel to a remake, which was lukewarm. No, I just didn't like it, (laughs) and I still just don't like it. So I can't figure out why. You can't win me over on that one. She don't like the sepia tone. (laughs) It was. You know, one thing that really bothered me about that film was that it was really dark. It was so. It was hard to see. I mean, not dark as in dark and twisted, but dark as in fucking dark. Dark as in Curse of Chucky dark. I like how she goes, but what about my friends? He goes, fuck your friends. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, dude, I like that movie, man. It's not, uh, yeah. If you were going to say yeah, Texas Chainsaw the next generation, then I'd no. fucking put up a stink. But, yeah, no, this movie, that movie's I good. Love no, but fucking hey. this movie. Well, how about yep. this, Dave? Did you agree with me when I, with all my love for Texas Chainsaw Two? Oh yeah, I'm a Texas Chainsaw oh, Two fan. Yay! Yeah, of course. Okay, he just lost credibility. All right. <laughs> well, uh... it's good, but in a different way. That's all a different type of movie, but it's still enjoyable. Definitely. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say that. Okay, so <laughs> I would go. Ahead. It's really not enjoyable. You're being you know, fast and loose with that word. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously. uh... I think Dan was high. I was drunk. I don't know what was wrong with us, but uh, <laughs> as opposed to what? <laughs> well, I, dude, I have been sober for two months exactly. Yay! Congratulations. Thanks. I got my sixty-day chip, man. Just like, uh, just like Pinkman. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Sixty days without a drop of alcohol in my body. Nice, dude. Can you imagine that? Who would have thought that? Explains a lot. Yeah. Is something different about me or no? Yeah, did you ever see that episode of Friends where Fun Bobby stopped drinking? Was he not fun anymore? Nope. <laughs> oh, man. Have I been off in the last three shows? No, I'm kidding. I'm teasing you. <laughs> yeah, every every show that came out this year, I've been sober. I'll oh. tell you what. That It show, fucking every, everybody was on point. Well, even Pet Cemetery. Thanks. Oh, he threw Pet Cemetery in there because I wasn't there for the itch trip, so he had to cover his ass. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck was Jamie? Oh, Pet yeah, Cemetery. Yeah, but Jamie's always on point. That goes without saying. Aww. He's like, you know what was really good? The It and the Broken Window review. Those were so on point. The <laughs> <laughs> Broken Window. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Broken Window. No, It was fucking very good, though. Because I guess I had listened to it twice. It was, you know? Thanks. That was a lot of passion in there, man. Me and Ryan Murphy... Uh, when you're passionate about something, you can make anything work, you know what I mean? Oh, you motherfuckers were fucking destroying me. I didn't like that movie, and you guys were just fucking, hey, shut up. It's because of this, this, and this, bitch. Dan was the only guy not on board on that show. It's all good. No, I just, no, it's not on board for the show. I just don't, I don't like the movie. <laughs> 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 I was with you guys. I just, I don't feel the same way. I just feel like it's a fucking, it's a cheesy ass fucking made for TV movie. That's all, all right, we're done. All right. <laughs> no one's adding that to this misunderstood thing. Thank you. Good yeah. Everybody yeah. likes it just fine. Uh, they were all good. Who am I kidding? They were all good shows. Thanks. You too, man. Hey. 
Thank you. Shit. You guys only had about six bad shows so far, so I think you're doing great. Six out of 25. That's <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Probably, probably four or five. So, okay, so we'll be right back. This is Mr. Skin for MrSkin.com with my 15th annual Anatomy Awards update. Right and left up top, this year's Anatomy Award for Best Breast goes to Emily Ratajkowski for leading a trio of topless supermodels in the music video for Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines. But don't worry if you look down and see Blurred Lines. That's just what it looks like when your hand is moving really fast. Hey, hey, hey. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. As far as the boob tube goes, the best TV show of 2013 was Showtime's Masters of Sex. Lizzie Kaplan got repeatedly naked in the name of science alongside a host of sexy nude guest stars. Masters of Sex will turn you into a master of baits. Ooh. The Anatomy Award for Nude Comer of the Year goes to Margot Robbie, Leo DiCaprio's trophy wife in The Wolf of Wall Street. It'll be well worth the investment to check out Margaret's IPOs. That's incredible protruding orbs. Your stock will go up, way up, and then it'll crash. First day on Wall Street, give him time. MrSkin.com Fast forwarding to the good parts. All right, welcome back to the show. Jamie and I are sitting down with the director of... The Truck, a 2013 indie horror film. Okay, well, Lee, thank you for joining us, and welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, uh, Alex. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. The Truck. Now, this is the second film you've made? That is the second film, yes. So, obviously, fans of uh, Duel are probably going to be into this type of movie, right? Is that what you're going for? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I pretty much just try to cover all the classic uh, killer vehicle movies like The Duel, The Car, Christine, you know, movies like that, uh, Maximum Overdrive. So the the chick on the bridge in the very beginning, was that was that like an homage to The Car? Uh, kind of, sort of, yeah. I had that scene in mind, like in the car they had the, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> they had the two uh, bicyclers going across a really... Yes all bridge that was way above ground and uh the car runs them off there so that was kind of an homage to that scene uh nice legs there <laughs> <laughs> you know you have your directing style what would you, what styles would you say you implement into your own, your own style like i know you use a lot of uh tripod as opposed to you don't hold the camera too much you like that nice steady shot yeah well the thing is you know working on such a small budget here you're kind of limited to how much equipment you can obtain for a shoot. And I I do like steady shots because I I noticed that uh, a lot of people dislike the uh, shaky cam stuff, which is more seen in uh, found footage films. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the future, I'll probably explore more types of shooting. It's just, you know, to me, a nice steady shot is easier for people to watch. I agree. I mean, and the, and you have some really nice shots in this film. First of all, I do want to say that I love the video quality of this movie overall. Oh, it is. It looks really beautiful. You have some fantastic scenery, and that was shot in Kentucky, right? Yes, Western Kentucky. Um, beautiful scenery. Yeah, and that's another thing I wanted to say about this too is that you actually got it was clear when, like, say, for instance, during the like one of the chase scenes, it was clear that you had some real speed going here. Um, I mean, there was dust being kicked up. A lot of times when you watch movies, 
um, particularly lower budget films, they, they try to give the impression of going fast or doing something, but it's not, you know, they don't really go all out. But I really got yeah, the that, impression that here. Me it does, I, it, because it's I obvious. Yeah. It's like watching someone try to run in place. And um, <laughs> this. Well, you can you can tell uh, you can tell they're going slow because they're they're passing the white lines at a snail's pace. I'm yes. like Jesus, come on, quit shaking the camera, making it look like you're you're going ten miles an hour. Yes. Put your foot, mash that motherfucker, man. Let's go. <laughs> and you know, if everybody pays attention and knows what's going on, you'll be fine. Okay, it's all these show-offs and hotheads and idiots that get out here in these cars in trucks and think they're a badass stunt driver and they're not uh-huh sorry jamie you don't have a future in stunt driving oh. <laughs> hey i actually did some stunt driving on a movie once i well it was about 10 miles per hour and i was driving through a cemetery but whatever <laughs> wow can you tell us about that <laughs> what were you thinking when you made that left <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, well, that's the turn out of the way. <laughs> you know, I was going to ask you about the time. This is one hour long. Now, was this conscious or did you just, um, in editing, you realize, you know, you wanted to shave 20 minutes off to make it tighter? Like, how did, like, what was the determining factor for the one hour uh, time limit? That was actually, uh, an accident. I wouldn't say an accident. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. The, the movie was, I was aiming for 75 minutes because, uh, number one, I don't like fillers. Uh-huh. I can't stand when people have these extra scenes that are just totally not needed. Right. But it's I had 75, too. uh, yeah, I had 75 minutes in mind. The problem is, uh, I actually planned ahead for two days loss due to weather and we wound up losing four days. Oh. Uh, there's also the fact that I needed a field that was blocked off by a, a wire fence that I could run off the road, crash through the fence and drive through the field and then drive through a dirt road in the woods. Uh, we totally lost that scene because there was a, a lot of crops. That's a lot of <clears throat> farmland in that area. And then there's, uh, some people that just didn't want me doing that. And I understand so I lost that scene, and then uh, there's a scene in the uh, warehouse that we were going to do, but it would have damaged the car, and then uh, we kind of got jumbled up on the shoot schedule, and had I done that scene, there would uh, be a continuity problem. You know, basically how we lost our 15 minutes of the film, but it still worked. Jim's, uh, Jim's editing uh, made everything look really good, I think. Now, how about the, the part where the guy was shooting... Uh, well, I feel like spoiling things. Uh, <laughs> now this, this, uh, this interview contains spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, sorry, guys. Somebody shoots at the car. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a big spoiler. So, um, <laughs> so when that, when that happens, um, obviously that's CGI, but at the same time, you could have had, like, smoke coming from the, the grill or wherever it was shot. So did you deliberately not do that because you wanted to show that the car had some kind of supernatural power that it wouldn't get affected by things like that uh actually we were supposed to have smoke come from the hood um i think if if i remember correctly we had a fog machine but we didn't have any juice for it 
So uh, that pretty much knocked that idea out because that was that was the whole thing is to have it hooked up underneath the hood and have the smoke coming out when it uh, coasted to a stop. That's actually and, a cool uh, idea. That's cool. <laughs> no, it is a cool idea. I mean, I love I love shit like that. I love finding ways to work around a budget. You know. Yeah, but we just had to do it that way and make it look like it didn't sustain any damage and just let the audience guess at it. <laughs> So is the is the truck still in the quarry? <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite story of this whole thing. Uh, that the truck in in the major spoiler guys. If you have not seen the film, turn this off right now. Uh, yeah, right. So the uh, truck in the quarry was a stunt double truck that was not my truck, and that was by the skin of my teeth that I even found it. Uh, I was going to have to use my truck and uh, strip the guts out, you know, the motor transmission, radiator, battery, all that stuff, and uh, dump it. It was breaking my heart. I searched Craigslist, the newspaper. I called everybody I knew. I started driving on the back roads and looking at people's yards. Wow. For a, for a truck like that that was you know, going to be scrapped out or sold cheap or whatever, and I couldn't find anything. So here we are in Lafayette, one of our locations in Lafayette, I'm talking, brother, you know, a population 200. And uh, here comes this lady. Uh, I got into my truck to shoot this next scene. <clears throat> and she pulls up next to me and says, hey, i got a truck just like yours. We're going to scrap it out if you want to buy it. I'm like, everybody take five. I'll be right back. <laughs> wow. So, uh, And she lived one block from that location. So I went and looked at it. I said, ma'am, just tell me how much you want said sold so uh we talked about it and uh came up to a or came up with a price the truck was a 1987 dodge ram charger my truck was a 1980 okay so we got seven years difference but the body style is close enough to the same to make it work and what was really uh lucky about the whole thing is the truck was already a two-tone gray and silver color so my uh, being a primer gray, I just bought a, a case of primer in the spray can and uh, dressed it up real fast. And then I took it to my buddy's shop up the road about five miles and started stripping it. And then uh, I realized it was going to take a while to take the motor and transmission out. This, this guy was there listening to us talk. And uh, his name's Jonathan Moss, and he runs a farm up there in Christian County. He says, hell, I can take my torch and cut that stuff out for you. It ain't no problem. I said, shit, dude, you're hired. How much you charge me? He said, ah, don't worry about it, man. I'll just do it. It'll be fun. I'm like, buddy, you're, you do it. Just take it and do it. So <laughs> he loaded the truck up, took it to his shop, and uh, I was up there spray painting the damn truck at the same time, and he's <laughs> out there underneath the torch cutting the shit out. He had it drop in 30 minutes. I'm like, dude, you rock. Wow. That is crazy. So, talk wow. about luck. I'm like, well, this is going to be our stunt double truck. So, uh, I mean, she knows now, of course. She's seen the movie and knows now, but I'm sure they see it this way. That truck is now a piece of history in this film. It'll never die. Or, you know, otherwise it would have wound up in the scrapyard and that would have been it. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. That's cool. <clears throat> and now they can they can show people, like, this is our truck. <laughs> yeah, that, that truck is going to be in that quarry forever, along with the, the rest of the vehicles. I mean, they got a helicopter down there, a motorcycle, a phone booth, uh, all kinds of stuff. 
I mean, that that, that truck has become a major attraction at that scuba school. Ah. Wow. <laughs> so what are your uh, intentions with this movie? Is uh, Are you making, like, a Blu-ray of it? Like, how are people going to be able to watch this? Uh, right now, we have it available on DVD through Amazon.com for 10 bucks, And... Uh, it shouldn't be another maybe two or three days. It'll be available uh, for digital download through uh, Amazon.com as well for three ninety nine. And uh, I'd love to do a Blu-ray run, but you know we we bought five thousand copies of this movie on DVD, and we got to sell them so I can have the money to finance the Blu-ray run. And I wanted to do a VHS run, uh, a limited edition one hundred copies on VHS because it, it's a nineteen eighty seven film. It takes place. You know, it's a throwback film. If you get to do that, I want one. And I am putting my name in right now for a VHS copy. So well, uh, the bonus there, uh, the bonus for VHS is that I also had 111 by 17 posters made. So if I do 100 VHS, I'm throwing in a free poster with every purchase. All right. Well, then I'm definitely getting one. <laughs> so you just make sure you save one aside for me to buy because it's going to be mine. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, if people like this, uh, do you have anything uh, coming up in the future you're working on? Actually, you know, I have some scripts that are complete, and I have a couple of other story ideas. Uh, I actually have an idea for a sequel for the truck, and then I have uh, an idea for another killer vehicle. Yeah, Trucknado. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Um, <laughs> I can't take credit yeah, for that. Man, that was Dr. Blood, right? Didn't. Yeah, Dr. Blood. <laughs> But yeah, man, I mean, I'm always coming up with ideas for movies, and I mean, guys, you know this as well as I do. It's all about getting the money to do it with. I've tried uh, crowdfunding. That was unsuccessful, uh, and I can kind of understand that. It, it's hard to raise money that way, but all I can do is keep pressing forward, and if people, you know, take a look at what I'm doing with $6,000, and you just think of what I could do for $50,000. Yeah. Well, what was your budget on Guntown, which was your, well, for I guess we haven't mentioned that, but Guntown was your first movie. Yeah, that was my oh. first film. Uh, on IMDb, it says $8,000, but actually 2000 of that was making 1,000 copies on DVD, so the actual budget for Guntown was also $6,000. Oh, okay, okay. And you also had a lot of participation, local participation, as far as that movie went as I well. Did, yeah. What do you of of the two like? How what are the major differences between when you made that movie and this movie? Like as far as your experience goes, like did uh, would you say you learned a lot from Guntown that you then were able to apply to this? Uh, yeah, I, basically Guntown was a learning experience. Uh, being my first film, I was really frantic about a lot of stuff because I was, you know, I wore so many hats in making the film. I was kind of hard on everybody. I, I you know I. Yelled at everybody a lot, and I, I shouldn't have. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I admit it. I, I was an asshole. <laughs> I just don't see uh, you being an asshole. I've known you for years, and never once has the word asshole crossed my well, mind. When you work I told me, you guys to shut up! <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the thing of it is, I'm really proud of everybody's work, because in Guntown, I mean... A few people almost quit, and they didn't. They they stuck it out and finished it, and I'm really happy about that. When we shot the truck, I really calmed down a lot and then was more patient, took, tried to take my time more with things. And that's, that's something you learn when you become a director because you're in a hurry, you want to get the shot, you're on a time schedule, blah, blah, blah. 
you can't do that. You can't get in a hurry. Uh, we joked uh, joked around a lot. We had a good time. Uh, we had a few, you know, bumps in the road, so to speak, but it was nothing major. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. I've made my mind up. I don't want to just be a director or just be an actor or writer, producer, whatever. I love doing stunt work. I love to act. And I love to make movies. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, good on you. Good on you. Yep. I love it. Sounds good, man. Well, we like what you're doing so far and looking forward to your next project. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, give us some, um, where can people find out more about you and what's going on with you? And, and um, well, we already know they can find the movie on Amazon. Pretty soon it'll be available digitally on Amazon. Um, but is there a website or? Yeah, right now, uh, of course, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, there's also a page for Guntown and the Truck on Facebook. And then I have a personal website, uh, com. Cool. Sounds good, man. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on, dude. And, uh, you know, come back anytime when you got something new, jump on, promote it, and uh, we'll chat it up. That sounds great, Alex. Thanks a lot. And, Jamie, you too. I really appreciate y'all's time. Oh, I appreciate you, sweetie, and I'm so glad we got to have you on. Auto Mechanics. Hi. How are you doing, sir? I'm all right. How about yourself? I actually was calling because I had a little bit of problems with my car backfiring this morning, and well, we're here, 7.30 to 4 o'clock, Monday through Friday. I'm out here on my grandson's cell phone. Can I start the car and you can kind of tell me how what it sounds like to you? All right, come on. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Man, I'm going to tell you, listen to it over the phone, I really can't say. But it sounds pretty bad. Well, let me give her another shot here, just real quick. <laughs> Any ideas? They sound like you got a bad motor, is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something rolling around in the motors come loose. So, oh, what, like a loose spark plug or something? There. Sound like a rod or something done come loose in that thing. What kind of car is it? 74 olds. Man, that's too old. We don't work on anything that old. <laughs> it almost sounds like you done lost a rod, what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Well, I guarantee you, it sounds pretty bad. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what to tell you to do with that, but like I said, we don't work on anything that old. Well, thank you very much, Sonny. Sorry I couldn't help you too much. A couple uh, things happened while we were gone. And I have a little gripe with this, and Dave knows what it is. I don't know if Jamie does, but I know Dan don't. You know, this guy, uh, Peter Vankman or something, died. I don't know his name on the on the sh- whatever the movie, but uh, Egon, Igor, e- Egon, Egon, right? Yes. Yes. yes, Egon. Egon's dead, so he died at sixty nine. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, yeah. So he's dead, and. Uh, Everybody's like, look, this happens all the time. This is nothing new. Once somebody dies, Dave, what did you say? No. Oh, yeah. 
I said it's also funny that that no one dies. No asshole ever dies. Everyone that dies, <laughs> all people always have, yeah. you know, they always have nothing but nice things to say about them. And yeah, it's that's... not so much with celebrities because they're always gonna get their asses kicked. But just in general, in everyday life, have you ever noticed that? That fucking oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, but she, it's like if you're watching, because I watch like true crime story, like true crime shows all the time. And then they're talking about somebody who got murdered. And it's like, she was the sweetest woman you would ever know. She would always give everything, give the shirt off her back. And no one was ever nicer. I'm like, okay, yeah, right. Because no one was ever an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, no asshole It happens all the time. All the time. That's what I said. When I die, I want someone to call me an asshole, please. And I said I, I would. You know what? I would go to your gravesite just so I could stand over you and be like, you know, fuck all y'all. He was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you and then your wife kick my ass. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, did you guys ever li- You don't think he's an asshole? Listen to episode number 22. Look at what he said. <laughs> Clearly. He's an asshole. I'll play this off for you right at the fucking funeral. <laughs> so uh, don't worry. I'll let them know, Dave. All right. Good. Good. I want, I want a big precedent of everybody else. I want to be the asshole. Yeah, and I'm telling you I'm one when I'm alive. I don't give a fuck. Do you think, though, we just don't hear about the assholes, Alex? Like, that's why, like, we only hear about the good people. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, all the assholes, like, like who's an asshole actor that... No, dude, JFK died. Okay. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so you think it's true, like, Billy Joel, that song, Only the Good Die Young. You think that's <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> I cringed whenever I saw him walking into my church. I don't know about the rest of y'all. I hated his ass. <laughs> or exact, or at least say like you know he wasn't the greatest guy, but he tried his best. Just say something a little realistic. I think I think Tool said it well in that song Eulogy. I mean you know I mean they, they said it you know he had a lot to say. He had a lot of nothing to say. We'll miss him. <laughs> like, it's just you know it's just you're right though, man. But I think the thing is when people die. You generally try and look for the good in that person to to try and, um, you know, uh, hold that memory for him. I mean, it's a thing of respect, I think, for people. But I know what you're saying. People coming out of the woodwork, dude, that was my favorite fucking movie ever. He is my favorite director. Yeah, yeah. didn't even know he was a director. Shut up. Yeah, who even knew this fucking guy wrote or directed anything? And then I knew he was a director, but I didn't know he did half the shit that he did. Right, and then everyone's got the goddamn Ghostbuster and Slimer pictures as their picture on Facebook. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Where was that last year? Where was that for the last ten years? Like, you gotta be kidding me. I have Arnold on my thing all the time. I got this and that and the other thing. When those people die, it'll, I'm just gonna remake it, my fucking uh, thing. It's not gonna be like I just installed, uploaded it now. Like, these people don't even care about these people till they die. That's what bothers me. Yeah, right? And then once they do... Once they do, they were the fucking bedrock of their whole childhood. Oh, this guy changed my life. Changed your life? You never mentioned him. Mm. Get out of here. Just say he was great. Just say great movie. I'll, that's a shame he died. That's it. Stop fucking trying to own him. Right, that's it. He, he, that should be all. Yeah, it's a shame. He was a talent. I enjoyed some of his work. You know, life goes on. It's a sad thing. And that's that. But yeah, you're right. Everybody comes out. They're making their fucking... He was, bu- he was so better bad. than Tarantino. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up, dog. Get out of here. That's on the bandwagon shit, man. That's what people It do. is. It is. Yeah. You know? They're trying to own him. Like, hey, he was yeah, he was a big deal to me. This is a major thing in my life. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no. Oh, one guy that died. James Avery. The guy from uh, Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
All of a sudden, that was your favorite show on Earth growing up. Really? When I mean, seriously, who really ever knew his name? He was that guy from Fresh Prince. Is what? He yeah, was, it was Uncle Phil. <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually knew his name, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so did I. And you know why? I have a, I have a special bond with him because he actually was my childhood. He was Shredder on the Ninja Turtles. These turtles. Yeah. So I actually did know him, and then I stopped for 10 years from 94 to 2004, and in 2004, they released all those 80s and 90s cartoons on DVD, and I bought them as they came out, and I, like, you know, had that nostalgic re-love for them, and I watched them from 2004 on and off, you know, I gave it a year in between, but always, almost once a year, till today. So to me, he really was a big deal, but I didn't go on Facebook and make, like, my world just came to an end because of this. <laughs> My world came to an end. The guy hasn't fucking done anything with the turtles in 20 years. I'm not going to make believe. And the Ghostbusters, get the fuck out of here. These guys weren't even willing to do a third one. And the only good thing about this, <laughs> now we don't have to hear this bullshit about Bill Murray anymore, about how he don't want to. Who, who gives a fuck? Then don't do it. It's a great fucking movie, too. The Monument Men. And like everybody's like, Ghostbusters 3. It's like, who cares, dude? Like, come on, man. Bill Murray's career deserves more than fucking Ghostbusters 3. Yeah, wasn't part two bad enough? Do we really need a third one? Come on. We're getting now. The second one scared me as a fucking kid. That poster of the dude, fucking uh, the painting or whatever the fuck that was, dude. That shit, oh, yeah. that shit sketched me out. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that was you got that awesome Bobby Brown video. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're gonna <laughs> have to... Take control. control. That was some shit, yeah. We got, we got, we got, we got. It just happened again with this shit. Philip Seymour Hoffman? Like, who the fuck knew who he was till he died? Oh, oh no. Fucking great actor. Get out of here. Bullshit. You do not know him. Dude, file away Philip Seymour Hoffman. Boogie Nights, dude. I'm Mike Gallus. I didn't know him either. I heard the name. I knew he was an actor, but and I seen Boogie oh. Nights a million times and, the other, and a couple others he was in. And I look back at it now after he died and say, "Oh, that was that guy. He was from that movie. Exactly. Oh, he was there. Yes, but some guys like Dan is a fucking a connoisseur of fucking actors. So yeah, he knows every fucking actor. That's the only reason he cares. I know. Well, with with Philip Seymour Hoffman, you don't have to be. You guys are in the minority on that one because he was out there. Everyone knew him. He was a. I mean. That's like saying, it's like saying, who the fuck is William H. Macy? Right. You know, I mean, you, I don't know who he is. I didn't know until I started watching Shameless last month. I mean, I know my song. <laughs> it's true. I know he was also in Boogie Nights and maybe Fargo or something. Fargo, oh, he yeah. was in the Bates. He was in no, the Bates. Yeah, remake. yeah, he's in the Bates remake. Yeah. yeah, but that was horrible, dude. He was he was fell flat as that character. I would never remember him if he wasn't even in that. I would never even want to know him. William H. Macy, you gotta watch his career. I would not judge it by the fucking Psycho remake. Too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, but yeah, these, see these actors, dude. I think I don't know. Like they're just they're big actors, dude. Like Phil. Uh, dude, Philip Seymour Hoffman was in Mission Impossible 3. I mean, he that's not... I never saw it. I, exactly. That was not a big movie. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to think of diverse uh, roles that he's had. He's been everywhere. You know and, what he's uh, good in? Mr. Ripple. an awesome indie movie. Happiness. Never saw it. Exactly. See where I'm going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you have no point here. <laughs> But I mean, a lot of people, I mean, all right, I, I, I totally agree with you about like, oh, they changed my life and, and you know, all of that. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you never, cool. their name never fell out of your mouth. 
until they died, and then suddenly they were the biggest influence on everything you ever did. But I mean, but truthfully, I mean, a lot of people knew Harold Ramis. I mean, it's not like he was, you know. Oh, I knew Harold. He wasn't a little guy. He was a huge guy. Okay, well, let, let, let's let's go halfway on this. Okay, what do you know him for besides Ghostbusters? Stripes. Meatballs. Stripes. Meatballs, yeah, yeah. Well, that's sort of famous. Okay, go go beyond that. Caddyshack. What's it called? Hey, the wait, wait, wait. Seth Rogen movie, dude, that he was just... Caddyshack. He was yeah, in he, he wrote Caddyshack, dude. He wrote Animal House. Oh, he wrote... Yeah. Okay, there you go. Oh, okay. He wrote... Yeah, but who knows that? Well, everybody I, knows I, it now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He wrote the screenplay for Groundhog Day. I think he wrote Bedazzled, yep. even. I mean, it's. Yep, he um, did. He did. Analyze this and analyze that. Um, okay, maybe people didn't even know that he changed their childhood until they looked him up after he died. That's well, we at least. Okay. Is that your problem with the thoughts? Because I think people are coming from a place where they do recognize his work and it's only highlighted because he died. I mean, why else would he be highlighted with his whole career? So when people do see it and they're like, oh, I love Caddyshack or I love fucking Animal House. That sucks. That's fucking Egon. I think people are just like, yeah, that, you know, I'll, I'll throw my two cents in. I don't know. And then, but you're right. Then you do have those people that are just like, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll meet I'll meet them there. If that's what they did, if they if they said, well, who's this? And they looked it up and said, oh damn, he did this, he did this, he did. Wow, shit, man. Yeah. This guy was awesome. Okay, fine. But I don't know. Learning it that day, I just don't see where you could start pronouncing that all over the place. Like, like you haven't felt that passion about this guy your whole life, and just because you discover it, you're gonna go running around like you own him. Yeah, I know one thing about social media though. A lot of people want to be the first one to break news too. So that's it's just as simple as that. And usually a death is like shocking, you know what I mean? But you can look at the same thing with like, um, oh fuck, I'm trying to think of something now. Like I don't know, let's just say an earthquake or something. Everybody's fucking talking about that. It's a big deal to them or whatever. Most people don't even fucking care, but I don't know. Like, it, it's just one of those things where, yeah, like I said, people want to be right there and be the one to relay the message and whatever. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever, motherfucker. You know, I didn't even think it was such a... I knew where Harold Ramis was. I'm not going to say I was. I did. Mostly because of the early comedies. And I, of course, from Ghostbusters. Mm. And, but whatever. I knew who he was. But I saw someone broke the news like, first. You know, and I saw it, and for about half a second, I thought I was going to share. And I said, you know what? Eh, it's just Harold Ramis. I'm not going to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt. Yeah, I'm not. No, no, no. Yeah, I like him. Don't, don't get me wrong. If it would have been Bill Murray or Dan Aykroyd, yes. I think Alex is on to something, though. I think you guys are definitely on to something. If you care that deeply about it, then I, I think that you should go ahead and, you know, like like Alex said, like <laughs> him saying something about Arnold Schwarzenegger dying, like you could totally fucking buy it, get it. But everybody else is just like, come on, son. You were just talking about what you had for breakfast this morning. Now you're talking about your love of fucking Harold Ramis. Shut <laughs> up, son. Like, come on. Stupid, man. I actually used to have a crush on him. Oh my god. I did. I did. I had a big crush on him. I you know, I mean I get what you're saying and I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. But just in his particular case, right. I've always been a fan of his. And and it did kind of make me sad. Um, just in his particular case. But I mean I totally right. get it. I mean you're and absolutely you right. It's like, you know, it's nobody talks about these people and then suddenly they're dead and it's like, Oh my god you know, well An American yeah, I'm, I'm into all my people now while they're alive fuck when they're dead right, right. i care you know it's like that old 90210 episode dave remember when when david's friend shot himself with uh, a gun Scott, yes. yes 
Yes. And then everybody's like, oh, Scott, oh, Scott. I'm like, and then David got all pissed off and he's like, fuck all y'all. You never gave him the time of day when he was alive. That was great. Yeah, yeah he, goes, he goes, it doesn't matter what you say about somebody when they're dead. What matters is how you treat them when they're still here. Yeah, yes. bitch. And that's how I live my life. Anyone I love, you'll know it. You know, it's not, it's not going to be some secret when I'm mourning over something. Like, like these fucking woodwork people are just, they baffle. Yo, Alex, you did baffle. your 90210 reference. I'll do my Dawson's Creek reference. They, they, they had a Dawson's <laughs> Creek episode where uh, Monica Keena dies, and, and then she's such a cunt on the show. Was she hanging out with Eddie Furlong before that? Yeah, pretty much. I won. And so she, so she dies on the show, and everybody, everybody goes up there, and they're like, "She was so good." And then fucking Jen gets up there, and she's just like, "Fuck all of you guys! You guys are fucking posers." Jen was a bitch, or uh, whatever her name was. She was a fucking bitch to everyone. Nobody liked her. Fuck you all. It was the same fucking thing. Yeah. Same thing, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> what do you guys think? What do you think would have happened if Winston Zedmore would have died? Who the Who's fuck is Winston? that? From Ghostbusters, the black guy. Fucking the the fourth I thought he already died. No. <laughs> Did he? No. Did he die like in ninety five or something? No, Ernie Hudson. Yeah. I would be actually pretty damn upset if Ernie if Ernie Hudson died, because I love him. Hand that rocks the cradle, dude? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, he was in that movie. Yeah. You know, I think we should start loving everybody just in case they die. I <laughs> cry when I watch Hand That Rocks the Cradle. I know, right? Like 20 times, and every time he makes me cry because it's so it's such a good, such a good role. But how about this? I'll go a step further. What about celebrities that all of a sudden give a fuck about a certain disease, but they only give a fuck about it when someone, one of their loved ones is stricken with it? Then all of a sudden, it's the fucking this, this fun, and that fun. They never said a word about it their whole life. Soon as their kid gets fucking stricken with that disease, they're the fucking guy waving the flag for. It. What the fuck? Yeah, like Jenny McCarthy about? with the fucking uh, what's that? Her kid has all uh, art, art, autopsy or something. Oh, no. He's <laughs> 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 got motherfucking autopsy. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, exactly, Dave. Everybody hops on these fucking wagons and they feel like they're entitled because, oh, I watched Ghostbusters 20 years ago, so now it's a big deal to me. Come on. Like, dude, if this guy never made another movie in his life, you wouldn't even notice it. You can't act like this is a loss in your life. Right. But, dude, I have, I have a really kind of mean story, but it, it's very appropriate to what we're talking about. Um, when my when my buddy died, man, and uh, his funeral, dude, it was a fucking madhouse. There were so many people in there, right? And I just remember looking at this one chick, right? And and I felt so bad, dude, because she was crying, like like really fucking bawling at his funeral. And the only memory I had of her was with my buddy. We were, <laughs> and, and, and she she walks in the room and she was just like, oh my God, are you really, to my buddy, are you really drinking my beer and blah, blah, blah. And she's screaming at him, fucking pissed drunk, right? And my buddy just stares at her, dude, takes a sip of the beer and he just goes, yo, whatever, cunt. <laughs> like, it, 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 that is the only memory, and that's the only time, as far as I know, that they met, because I, I went with her, uh, I went with him up to that chick's house uh, for the weekend, and he was just, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever, cunt. Like, it was so ruthless, but... That, I touched they, her. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, she's like, who's gonna call me cunt now? <laughs> oh, trust me, honey, there's 20 other guys lining up. <laughs> Some people, but although some people just cry at funerals, even whether whether they ever met the person or not, if they just happen to be at a funeral, they're going to cry. However, I laughed at a funeral one time. What? 
I didn't mean to, but there was this guy when I was in high school, there was this guy that um, he was about 16 and he got killed. And so it was so my God. I mean, he was a really nice guy. He was. I really liked him. Um, it was so lame at the graveside when everybody started singing fucking boys to men. And I'm like, oh. you're kidding me. It's but, so hard. Yes, exactly. That song, oh. so it was crazy. At that time. To but, say oh, yeah, goodbye. Yeah. But um, at the funeral, I mean, I was genuinely sad that he was gone. But at the funeral, there was I was sitting in probably like the third row and the, the church was packed. There was this guy way back in the back who was, who snorted really loud. Like he went to blow his nose and was like, ah, you know, so I couldn't help it, dude. I started laughing and I'm just like, oh, well, then I was like, shit, what am I going to do? I'm laughing. So I tried to pretend like I was crying and I was just like, oh, 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 oh. and then so I had people like turning around and patting me on the back and they're like, it's going to be OK. It's going to be a-, which made me laugh even fucking harder, you know, because they were. And falling. then you started tearing, right? And I was just, yeah, tears are coming down my face and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, I felt I felt uh, so awful, I've but it didn't mean that I didn't funeral. care. It just meant that guy honked in the back of the church, and that shit was it's, funny. Uh, what am I going to do, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway. Well, at least it didn't make like you changed your whole childhood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're good. So how about that guy that called her a cunt? I bet that they, that those two got together, that they had fucked something. with Because you usually only call a girl a cunt. Like, that situation would arise. You're going to drink my beer? Yeah, whatever, cunt. You, you'll probably <laughs> only say that to a girl that you've been Okay. Into. Was she hot? Oh, she was smoking hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah. And why would he call her that when he's, when he's losing the chance? <laughs> he didn't give a fuck ever. <laughs> why was she even at his funeral, though, if that's the... if? Yeah, if right. She was... The extent of their knowing each other. Because she was with um, the chick that we went up there to see, which we were close with her. And she was like her college best friend, fucking never left her side type of deal. And- hey, Jen, remember the guy who called you a cunt? I'm going to his funeral this weekend. You want to go? Yeah, right? Yeah, what do you mean? He's dead? Exactly. It's- the guy who called me a cunt? Really? <laughs> <laughs> he got this chick to go to his funeral. And after all the work we've done for our listeners, we can't get him to leave a fucking voicemail. It's just amazing to me. <laughs> Maybe we should die. Maybe we should call them cunts and and die. Mm -hmm. If we die, then everyone will love us. Yeah, Yeah, they'll start downloading all the shows. Wow, these guys are dead. Oh, you guys would be fucking murdered. Yes. In that instance where you truly do feel that way, like say if Schwarzenegger went down, people wouldn't understand, but you'd be like, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, dude, you think this show will be down for a month or so? (laughs) I just have one request: if we do die, please. Please, no one sing fucking boys to men at my funeral. <laughs> now they're gonna. Boys to men, I'm back. Johnny Gore's gonna fucking sing it, totally. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, yo, 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 um, I forgot to mention that whole Egon thing with him dying. There's a really, like, uh, it's, I don't know if this is funny to you guys or what, like, uh, <laughs> but, like, with Patrick Swayze, kind of, this is the same kind of thing. Somebody drew a picture of Egon getting sucked into like one of the boxes that you trap ghosts in yeah. with, and the ghost buzzers were all shooting him with a laser and uh, it was sort of a, oh no they were actually waving goodbye to him or something did you guys see that? 
It was all over the place. And then my wife texted it to me. And we had that the fifth time. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird because it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's uh, it's supposed to be sweet, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's whatever. Ghostbuster humor, I guess. You know? Yeah, it's like Patrick Swayze walking into the fucking light and they posted that when he died, you know? <laughs> That's pretty appropriate, yeah. Now he's a real ghost, yeah. All right. Hey, just think, if we die, we'll go down as the greatest podcast of horror ever. Shit, dude, I, I walked in on fucking Dave Z singing Hanging Tough the other day. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> that show came out so good, dude. Oh, man, that was a fucking blast. Oh, uh, look at this guy. Hey, unless you're buying airtime, shut up yeah. about that show. Shut up. Well, let's talk about airtime <laughs> and banana laser and I love you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck? What about these damn t-shirts, man? We're trying to give away the Skeletal Food t-shirts. Voicemail, email. We get it. Nobody wants them, Dave. Can you fucking believe that? Nobody wants a Skeleton Crew t-shirt. How could they not want them? They love this fucking show. I don't. I guess they don't. I don't know. I don't know what people... What I have discovered, it's hard as fuck to get people to take something for free. It is so hard. Like on <laughs> other shows that I've done, on that we've had stuff to give away, and people just... It's like, come on, all you have to do is nothing. You have just to touch do it. nothing. Just touch it. Just, just touch the tip. Just, yeah, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, okay, we're selling these for $20. Oh, that's way too much. Okay, guys, half price, $10. That's a really good price, but I don't know. I just feel like I still don't want to waste $10. Okay, guys, it's free. Take the fucking shirts. Uh, well, then I got to have it shipped here. Do I have to pay for shipping? Um, I have to give you my address. I have to email you? Oh, that's God. Oh, I have to tell you what size I wear. That's hard. Yeah, like yeah. they don't want to do anything. They just want to like look down and the shirts on them. Hey, I guess you know. Honestly, we should be fucking lucky that they take the time to download because that's effort. <laughs> I think it automatically. I think they have it set so it just automatically downloads. Oh, yeah, I see I, it all the way yeah. at the bottom of the page. I'm just like, oh, that's so far. Uh, I have to click save link as. Dude, I forgot my phone. You want to go back? No, we've gone too far. No, we've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> and it all jerk off. I am. I paid for the fucking skeleton two shirts. I was one of the fucking people. You know? <laughs> I paid for a skeleton crew shirt. <laughs> you paid for it? You did? Yeah. Well. Oh my God. All right. Well, <laughs> then we'll see. No, Matt actually gave me one, and then I yeah. paid for another one for a friend of mine. Oh, well, that's different. Oh, <laughs> I love my shirts, dude. I really I, yeah, but what I'm saying is I paid for it. Right. So. I, I fucking paid, like, whatever, 20 or 50 Whatever the fuck, I paid for the shirt, okay? Now I'm fucking co-hosting a show where we're giving the fucking shirt away, and we're not getting <laughs> enough people to fucking call in and fucking say something about it. How fucking crazy is that? <laughs> dude, I don't know. It's so weird because we have the most, like like uh loyal listeners like they as many as we got from the beginning they it seemed to never go away it only seems to get a little better uh download wise yet yet they don't care about us enough to or they i guess they just don't want a shirt they don't want to walk around with a skeleton crew shirt like i don't know man i don't know what it is but do you have the bumper sticker on your car the bumper sticker? No, I'm not putting that shit on my car. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I, I stuck it to my locker at Put work. Put it on your motorcycle, Alex. <laughs> oh, yeah. That looks... Put it on your helmet, dude. <laughs> I put I put one on my bass guitar, and then I put one on my, uh, like, I put a sticker on my computer and shit. 
But if, if it's venturing out into the world, like, I'll rock the T-shirt. But, yeah, as far as bumper stickers go, I've never been a bumper sticker kind of guy. Now, who wants strangers to know what you're passionate about or what you're thinking? Like, can you imagine some fucking nut job? Like, let's just say you have, you know, uh, vote for Obama or something. And he's some kind of fucking weirdo who who's like a racist. And then you park your car and he's like, yeah, you like that fucking, how do you like this? You motherfucker. And they start fucking scratching your car and shit. Dude, I don't want nobody to know anything about me when I, oh man, I do have a Bears magnet in the back. Can you imagine like Green Bay fans like fucking <laughs> flattening my tires or some shit? That is exactly the whole point of Secret Shopper. Is right, 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 exactly. It's the whole point. That's the whole reason I made that movie is because we tell people way too much about ourselves and it can get us in fucking trouble. That's the whole point of that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want anybody knowing anything about me. And by the way, my penis is six and a half inches. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a... Alex, if you're going to lie, lie bigger. All right, it's uh, seven and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, thank you for stopping in, and please uh, jump back in the dungeon when we review uh, a future show. We're going to review Let the Right One In. Yeah. Oh, thank you, and I will be glad to join you for that one. That's my favorite vampire movie, so yes. Fuck yeah. You know, I talked about watching the Chloe Mortez one, but everybody gave me all this shit on Facebook, like, oh, you got to watch your original, it's the same, but... Then you won't see a scar, then you won't see this, and then this will be missing. And I'm like, fuck, I, I don't want to hear it. Like, to go through that, watching the re- the redo of it, the American version, and then just having everybody bitch about how you should have done this, you should have done that, fuck it. I'll just watch the subtitles. I don't care. Good. Oh, it's better. Than it's you. worth it. It's worth yeah. it. I think it's a better movie, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah? Film. Oh. Well, no, Mortez is amazing, though. Yeah, but, dude, see, well, I think it's good. Let Me In's great, but I think it's more or less, dude, more or less, it's the same fucking movie. I mean, you're not going to... Less character development. See, I, see I, okay, this is what I think. I think the Chloe one, um, you actually connect with the kids more, and it's more, uh, like, um, relatable. But then again, it's because it's probably the fucking American version, and I'm, and, I'm st- and I'm fucking shallow and stupid like that. I'm like, they, they aren't American. Fuck you. Like... That's just how I am. But if you watch that original, dude, that I think is the superior film by far. And, and, and when I say by far, I mean by a little bit. But if you watch the two. <laughs> made no when I sense. say by far, I mean by a little bit. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> oh, that was classic, dude. When I say I love you, I mean I hate you.
To, exactly. <laughs> to me, though, it's the same movie except for the characters. Um, I feel you feel more for the Chloe character, and, and in in that instance, I'm not fucking talking out of my ass because it does make a huge difference. But in all reality, it's the same fucking flick, dude. <laughs> but what you're really saying is they're nothing alike. So what I'm saying is up is down and down is up and red is blue and the sky is pink. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, you got to love the American stuff. Like, hey, how about this? Wasn't it funny in Rocky Four when Rocky and Ivan Drago are both training? Drago's in this nice laboratory and all these machines are high tech and the fucking lights are blinking everywhere. And, and he's doing all this official stuff. And Rocky is like the all American guy just digging through the snow, pulling Paulie around. He's in the fucking uh, barn working out. And then all of a sudden you see this shot of them injecting Dolph Lundgren uh, with steroids. <laughs> and then you go back to Rocky and he's the, the all American guy. Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, sit ups on top of a fucking cliff, and I'm all natural. I'm the Thanks, I'm yeah. the real guy. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, as soon as they take his fucking jacket off in the ring, this guy is on steroids. Like, <laughs> how can you present like Russia's the piece of shit people, and you're the natural guy, and then you walk out of the ring looking like a fucking beast, like an Adonis? That's that all American shit, dude. <laughs> what a crock of shit, dude. <laughs> Love that movie though. I know, but they should have showed them both shooting steroids. That is unbelievable. Stupid. Oh, speaking of fucking the all-American <laughs> shit and fucking steroids, what do you guys think about Hulk Hogan coming back in? What you gonna do, brother? Yeah, I gotta love that shit. Just to have him there, it's fun. Is there enough steroids for him to walk through the ring? No, and that that's my point in saying that, is if you watch that show, that horrible show that they had back in the day there, dude, he was on his last lick then. Like, he was having surgeries. He was going in every other day for knee surgeries. Like, And he's like, Vince McMahon wants me back, baby. I can't do it. I can do it. One more appearance. One more appearance. Why? And here he is again, dude, fucking 10 years later after that show even aired, doing it again. Dude, he's going to die. Yeah, but he's not wrestling. But he's not wrestling. He's hip. Oh, he's now. not? No, oh, he's going to host oh. WrestleMania. He's well, what gonna the come fuck out do there I know, Dave? Dave, Dave, what do I know? Well, yeah, well, that's why I'm here to tell you. Fucking, you know, now you know. Hey, I'm just trying to bring Go. up wrestling. I fucking hate wrestling. I'll bring it up for you fucks. If you don't know, now you know, bitch. So, yeah, well, that's good. I'm glad he's not wrestling. I think they get, I thought it was illegal to have a walker in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, uh, yeah, that's weird. It's, it's funny you talked about Hulk Hogan, uh the hell did i just see with that guy i don't know oh mr nanny <laughs> mr nanny dude wow santa with muscles we're gonna review that next year for fucking <laughs> what's that for christmas time we're gonna do fucking santa sleigh and all them ridiculous fucking christmas horror movies that no one's ever reviewed whoa then... whoa whoa we already did that buddy you can't do that no 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 hold on the other ones though that no one's done like fucking christmas, christmas evil Christmas, thank you. Christmas Evil with the best ending ever to a fucking Christmas movie. That movie is nuts, though. It's like, that has ending, nothing though. to do with anything, dude. That has what? nothing to do with Christmas. Wait, am I yes, thinking it of does? Oh, Christmas okay. Evil? Of course it has <laughs> to do with Christmas. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of Rare Exploits, that movie. What's that fucking, uh... Rare Exploits? It's like a fucking porno. <laughs> no, 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 you guys know what I'm talking about. Where the fucking... Oh, you guys should watch this. You can wait, wait, real quick. You gotta watch this porno where these two chicks, Luna Star and this other chick are... I know her very well, yes. It's Christmas, and uh, when when they're both double-teaming them with, uh, you know, like, uh, when they're dropping face on them, mm -hmm. the one girl, her Santa hat keeps falling off. 
you know, the guy puts it back on and she does something where she knocks it off and he says, honey, you got to keep the Santa hat on. This is a Christmas porno. (laughs) (laughs) And then she puts it on and continues. Like, isn't that funny? He has to correct her right on the, in the middle of the- They kept it in? Yeah, they kept it (laughs) in. He kept it in for that matter. Baby, you gotta keep the hat on for the holiday spirit. I know we don't celebrate in Cuba, but keep it on for the holiday spirit. Finally, my head is so small. Just like your pussy? Huh? Just like your pussy, right? <laughs> I'm a pussy. Oh my god. I see my rooster. You know, as far as far as that shit goes, I, I hate when when they try and act in my pornos. But recently, dude, I've been getting into it because it's so bad, it's funny. Like watching some of these fucking people try and act is hilarious, dude. Like they like I love. They, at some points, they just give up and they just start laughing and talking normally, and then they'll get back into it like they're trying to be serious. Like either commit or don't commit, you know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I guess that's it with porn. Um, <clears throat> yeah, how do we get talking about this? I don't know. Santa with muscles. I said something. About oh yeah, there it is. There it is. Yep. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. What were you going to say after that? No, I said we were going to do some different Christmas horror movies. He, he made another bad movie. Jesus Christ. That guy. He made a couple. Yeah. A couple. Yeah. Which I ones were good? That fucking boat, dude, that he used to drive in that 90s series. Yeah, dude, that thing fucking Thunder went Thunder in Paradise? Yeah, bro, yeah, that man. show was awesome. Yeah. Was How it? Suburban Commando? Did you ever see that one? Suburban Commando is the shit, dude. I'll watch anything with Hogan in it. I don't give a fuck. Oh, it's all bad, though. It's all yeah, shit, but, but yeah. No Holds yeah. Barred was all right. Oh, was yes, it? yes. Yes, with Zeus. So was No Holes Barred. Have you seen that one? Hey, hey, you guys ever see The Wrestler? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that was stupid. Oh, what? <laughs> you didn't like The Wrestler? No. I liked it when I first saw it because I thought it was gritty and realistic. And then I watched it again and I realized, like, nothing happens. <laughs> like, I'm just watching it. Like, in the be- the first time you see it, it's kind of good. And then... I don't know, man. I, maybe it's just like one of those rewatch value things. Like, I watched it again. I'm like, you know, I already sort of... That's Aronofsky, right? That's fucking... yeah, his name. I was going to say Alex Aronson. Yeah, same. It's Alex Aronson. <laughs> he's a, hey, he's a fucking talented motherfucker, too, man. He's he's into some shit. But yeah, Aronofsky did, um, what's it called? <laughs> fucking, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. He did Black Swan. He did, uh, blah, blah, blah. I finally saw Black Swan. You didn't like Black Swan? See, yeah, people fucking either love it or hate I it. I love Black Swan. I love it, it, it too. It was a little fight clubby at the end. That's what I got out of it. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. That's Aronofsky, though. He also did, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. What's the fucking movie, you guys? Somebody Something help Something really good. We talked about it not too long, though. One of the best fucking most Requiem? Requiem of the dream. Yeah. Basketball Requiem. Diaries, yeah. Did he do that? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I just saw Gilbert Grape, though. God damn, is that movie stupid. <laughs> I saw I you post about that. Man, I dig that movie. I've never seen it. Never. Dude, I tried. Oh, it's so bad. Because, <clears throat> like, you're following it, you know? Like, you're along for the ride. Okay. Let's see what is eating Gilbert. Uh, let's see this guy <laughs> act like a retard. Let's and climb see what's this- eating him. Yeah, let's see this guy climb the fucking tower 50 times. That's always going to be interesting. Uh, let's see the mom, you know, the mom stuff was semi-interesting. They didn't even like really go as far as they could have with, with her. Uh, she could have been like insanely funny to watch destroy herself. Um, then they, the girl, who's that chick, the, the weirdo girl, Juliette Lewis. 
that was horrible character and like it just went nowhere and he didn't even feel anything with these two and uh the the some he's banging some guy's wife and it's like what the fuck that wasn't even done well and it's just like what the fuck are you watching and then it, it ends off with the biggest dumbass logic their mom is so fat and she died upstairs so <laughs> they're instead of pushing her out of a window they're gonna like get a fucking crane how are you gonna push that out of a window you could not push her out of a window you couldn't even get her over to the window <laughs> so they're gonna get a crane to get her out so these poor idiots decide instead of getting embarrassed and everybody look because you know nobody has seen her already that's not embarrassing enough right. so instead of getting the embarrassment of her getting pulled out by her dead corpse being pulled out by a crane i got a great idea let's burn our home down so we have nowhere to live and then we'll all just scatter to the four winds this is a great idea guys mm. and that's the ending yeah I, I don't know about that movie dude i've had no desire to ever watch it except for johnny depp's in it too right with dicaprio dude no? it's not even that good it's His not worth it yeah. no nah, it's not worth it no hmm. i like it yeah uh, I tried. Really? I gave it a shot. You know, I didn't. I never saw it. It's a piece of uh, '90s history. I said, okay. I think I recommended this on the last show. I can't remember. Um, I just saw fucking uh, Inside Lewin Davis, dude. Please, fucking everybody, see that movie, dude. Awesome flick. And uh, I just I, I, my my stories aren't that exciting or insightful as Alex's, but uh, I just think that you know, as, as a Coen Brothers fan, dude. Um, I think they're at the top of their game. They're some of the best directors out there, and they fucking killed it with this fucking uh, with the soundtrack, too, man. And Justin Timberlake's in the movie, and I, I was really kind of put off by that. But just the whole fucking movie, dude. Carrie Mulligan, she's great in it. Um, the dude who plays Lewin is fucking a, a terrific musician, dude. It's all about a folk singer, dude. Right before the Bob Dylan fucking era uh, hits and and folk music becomes big, but holy fuck, is it a great movie, John? Goodman's in it, dude, and he fucking kills it as usual. He's in every fucking Coen Brothers movie, going back to every. Oh God, I think well, was Lebowski the first one that he was in? It no, doesn't he was matter. in Raising Arizona. Was he? Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just I, I love those fucking guys. I love not everything they do because there's a couple movies where I'm just like, huh. but uh, for the most part, like No Country is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, Leaving Las Vegas, definitely. Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> no? Jeez, I'm really batting a zero tonight with these uh, trying to make believe I know what I'm talking about. Elizabeth Shue's so <laughs> In that movie, I want to bang her so bad, even though she's a whore in it. Anyways, uh, Inside Lou and Davis, everybody check it out. Jamie, I sent you a song from it earlier. I'm fucking in love with the soundtrack, dude. So everybody check it out. You know, if you're a Coen Brothers fan, check it out. True Detective, great fucking show. Everybody watch that. Best fucking show I'm watching right now. Nothing really fucking compares to it. So uh, that's McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. So, yeah, check that out. Is his shirt on? Uh, actually, yeah. I don't think it's been off once. Yeah. Oh, 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 guys, 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 guys. You you fucking put this in on uh, uh, Mr. Skin, Alex. But um, what's her name? Alexandria. Dario. Dude, and I'm not exaggerating, you guys. I swear to God, dude, I had to fucking rewind it like 10 times. She has the nicest fucking tits I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. And I am not fucking exaggerating. She has the nicest titties I've ever seen in my entire life. Please, it's an episode two, you guys. Just for that alone, it's worth watching. Two for two. 
Dude, it is so perfect. There's got to be a screenshot of it out there somewhere. Holy fucking. Oh, there is. It's on our Facebook. Oh, dude, she's so beautiful. They have the nicest titties I've ever seen. Katie had some nice titties. I digress. I digress. But that's what's been going on. <laughs> True Detective, watch that. Coen Brothers flick inside Moon Davis. I'm out. Bates Motel Monday. Bates Motel, yes. I think it'll be past Monday. Though. Yeah, Bates Motel. Uh, yeah, it was really great. Great first episode for season hey, two. <laughs> did you guys, can you guys believe how it ended? Oh, my God. That was amazing. Amazing, dude. I can't believe they killed off Norman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, since you're our guest, uh, please tell people what you've been doing on Banana Laser and what is coming up. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, we're balls deep in the fucking Saw Retro, so... Uh... <laughs> Four just came out. We got what five, six. Did you have any special guests on your Saw Retro? Oh well, yeah. As a matter of fact, the, the next one that's going to be dropping, Miss Jamie Jenkins herself. Oh shit! Yes, Woo. she better not do better than I did. Oh, well, we all did pretty good. Alex and Dan put their parts in. We've had fucking good stuff and more guests to come. I guess the episode seven is going to be an extravaganza. Yeah, dude. Yeah, You're seven like sucks. Four, five fucking people on there. And shit. Wait, Let's what movie am up. I doing? Six. <laughs> I know. Did you watch it? She didn't even watch. That's the question. No, I want to watch it. I want to watch it fresh, and um, I was actually getting ready to watch it when you guys were, I was getting, not like that moment, but I was going to watch it when you guys were like, can't do the show, so I halted that because I want to watch it fresh. Yeah, and dude, Six is the one with the ill fucking soundtrack on it. I just wanted to tell you. Nice spoiler. I know, it doesn't mean anything. No, that's actually but- the one, that's that's where I stopped. I've never seen this one. Six? I, I, fat, five is the last one I watched. So, fat um, five, bitch. Yeah. So this is going to be a first time viewing for me, which is why I want to keep it fresh, because I don't know it. I haven't seen it before. So if I knew it well, then I can worry about it. But Jamie, that does not help, because with these Saw movies, if you have never seen these and then you go ahead and try to do this, you'll look like a dumbass. Because <laughs> when I did part four with these guys, like Dave seen this six or seven times he knew every little intricate thing inside and out and i'm sitting here asking these dumbass questions and i look like an idiot because i only seen it once and these are the kind of movies you cannot see once and get everything and even when the one dan was on i'm listening to that show and i'm like what the fuck are they talking about (laughs) (laughs) one view is just not it doesn't do anything for song movies yeah i think i'll be okay yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're so much smarter, Jamie. I got it. Okay, I, got I bet it. we'll have a little verse. Let's see who could break down a movie better, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, thought so. Nobody's better than me. <laughs> thought so. Nobody. Why don't you guys all come back for seven, too? It'll be a real fucking extravaganza. Oh, dude, I will Six kill yes seven, dude. To break I will us out of I will murder that movie, dude. I will murder that. I watched it the other day, so. Uh, Was it as bad as I remember? Uh, it's disappointing. <laughs> exactly. I'm not it, mad. Know, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. When you see seven, it makes you appreciate fucking four, five, and six, and all <laughs> so much more. Because like, oh, anybody could have taken. Yeah, man. Because anybody could have tried to make a fucking knockoff saw, and that's what it would have been like without fucking yeah. thinking it through properly. That makes right. you appreciate what they fucking did right with the rest of the series. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Even if you hate fucking Hoffman, yeah? 
Who's Hoffman? All right. See, I didn't get anything. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for hopping on, bro. And check him out at Banana Laser on Horrorphilia.com. Jamie, you got something? I, yeah, one more thing. Um, there is an Indiegogo that just came out today. That, Indiegogo! Um, yeah, and uh, this, is, money. this is for a book called War, World War Cthulhu from Dark Regions Press. And uh, just go to Indiegogo and check out World War Cthulhu. If you're a Lovecraft fan or a Cthulhu fan, this is an anthology. Cthulhu? World War Cthulhu. This is, oh. uh, if you're a Lovecraft fan or a Cthulhu fan, this uh, this is an anthology of war stories, um, like the, are spanning all different wars and, and time periods um, involving uh, Cthulhu mythos. Anyway, nice. um, there's some really awesome perks that are only available through this Indiegogo um, this Indiegogo, what do you call it? A, a campaign. So the, the, these editions are only available through the campaign. It, so do not wait for <laughs> a copy of this. And uh, yeah, I know it's going to take effort. Nobody's going to do it because it takes effort to go <laughs> to go to the Indiegogo <laughs> site. But do it anyway. Check it out. And um, uh, you know what? If you don't want to take that much effort, I've posted it on my Facebook page. Just hit the, just hit the, just click it. I am not typing in Jamie at all. So <laughs> skeleton crew T-shirt. You're right. I'm not typing out my whole address. <laughs> Done deal. We're standing in fucking uh, Diary of the Dead too. <laughs> nope. Then they have to open up the box you send. They have to bend over and pick it up. <laughs> then they gotta turn on their goddamn Blu-ray player. Forget it. No, how do they ever? Crazy. How do these people ever even watch anything? Because that takes nobody up. knows, dude. Okay. Netflix, I think. Yeah, they're, they're willing to press X. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we found out about people. <laughs> All right, well, let's get out of here before we are liked even less. Everybody, have yes. a good night. Bye. Peace. 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 Peace.